Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is DM Bahamut, and you're listening to Rise of the Atlanteans with the FNG group. Welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy. All right. So, really quick recap for the three people that were here for the last game. So, what do you remember from the last game? I got a gray book with the skull. It's a thick boy. Okay. OG copy with the glass box with the intact wooden red heart box. Okay. Very good. And we sealed Medusa in her tomb. Okay. Do you remember anything else? I wrote it down because my memory is terrible. In the meantime, I remember that we got a javelin and a shield, okay. as well as um, the guy that we that she sent on fleeing, that he was still out there. And he helped you out. He did help us out. So you guys confronted not the Medusa, but a Medusa queen. She was actually the one in Greek mythology who basically spawned a lot of other Medusas and Gorgons. Um, she is an aberrant mind. She was actually a daughter of Atlas. Oh, and by the way, this is Atlantis, in case you guys were wondering. Um, they, right now, these guys, well, not right now, they're not. They were. They're about to be in a different city. They were all the way up here on an island where they fought this giant Cthulhu-looking guy with wings. Um, barely beat him, finally. They, they were able to come together and beat him. What's up? I'm cursed. You are cursed. Yeah. <laughs> and we collected a ring of mind shielding. Yep. And a helmet of telepathy. And, yes. you, have a, and you have a mind flare, Bestie. And I have a mind flare. And yes. you have a mind flare all up in your brain. All up in my business. Who just wants to be free. So, <laughs> all sorts what of else? Stuff you are pretty jacked up. Um, but it's cool. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to resolve that here in a second, your curse. Um, so they went up here because they have this artifact... It's called the Devil's Dagger, and it is, it is a mess. It is from the Far Realm, so this is how you're going to get involved, too. Okay. Um, and it is really powerful, but it perverts you if you use it. So they got this thing, and they had to lock it away because it was just, it was tainting everybody around them. <laughs> First taint of the night. So it came from me. Take a shot every time So... It's really powerful, so they're like, we got to do something with this. So they're trying to figure out a way to destroy it. And they ended up going to Atlantis, which is the capital here. There's a giant library just outside of it called the Atlassianum. They went there and they found out that all the knowledge of this dagger has been destroyed and that a daughter of Atlas took the information and hid away on this island in the middle of Lake Apsu up there. So they had to go to... This very male-dominated city called Shambhala. Um, in Atlantis, there are no humans, technically. Um, humans are kind of the outcasts. The only humans that are there are all males. They're all psychics. And they're all from the rest of the world. And they're all sexist. And they're very sexist. Um, because, what? No, you can keep going. Um, basically, <laughs> teams of Atlanteans, which are in my book, kind of the, the prologue talks about it, um, go out into the rest of the world to find mystic-sensitive children. And they only ever find men. They only ever find boys, young boys. And they kidnap them. And they bring them back to Atlantis. Because they have second potential, and if they let them grow up in the world, 
there's a good chance that they're going to become evil and do all kinds of stuff. So they abduct them. This is the reasoning. They abduct them, bring them back to Atlantis, and raise them and teach them how to use their abilities. So humans are male mystics, psychics, and they're all over the place, okay? But they're mostly centered in this city. Um, Ty is actually an Olmec. So she is a human, but she's an Olmec Indian. So if you know anything about um, Aztec, Mayan mythology, um, the Olmecs pre were progenitors to um, the Aztecs and Mayans, and the Atlanteans back in the day offered to take the Olmecs to Atlantis because their civilization was going to be wiped out. And it was, at least, it was actually the Atlanteans' fault. So they offered to take them all, and they all came. So the problem, though, with Olmecs is they experimented with like this blood magic, which perverted their blood. So a lot of them are like witch hunters and blood hunters, and they're different. They can't copulate with humans. Humans, normal men, human men, and Olmec women, Native American women, don't, are, are incompatible. They can't have children together. It's a weird thing with their genes and their blood. So, um, so they went up there, went to this city. They had it hard because you guys are the only guys in the group. Everyone else is a woman. And they went to a male-dominated city who hates women. They're either um, jealous because they can't have a real relationship with other Atlanteans. They can, which is where half-elves come in. So Ricky's a half-elf. So Ricky's a half-elf. You're partly half-elf, yep. Um, so men are really weird there. So it took, them, it took them some convincing and some trying and stuff like that to get the information for where they had to go. So they went to this island, and they came to this, this, this abandoned temple, and there were statues everywhere. And it freaked them out. Because they ought because Gorgons and Medusas are not inherently bad in Atlantis. They're actually used for justice and for hibernation purposes. Because everybody lives for a thousand years in Atlantis. So they were freaked out a little bit. Um, long and short of it is, they released the Medusa Queen. Um, she used to use the dagger and she wanted it back. And she's like, hey, a bunch, yeah, that's what they fought. She was like, hey, oh, a bunch of women have come to free me. You, also, you must also be my sisters. You must also be daughters of Atlas, and you're here for the cause. We're here, I'm here to destroy men. I want to destroy Atl Atlantis and raise it in the image of women. So, at first, the ladies were a little like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shambhala. Shambhala. I was always suspicious. It was her. They were, they were like... This is jacked up. Shambhala sucks. They're a bunch of dicks. Oh, yeah, I was, let's, let's I kill was on board for destroying Shambhala, but then she was like, no, I want to do all of Atlantis. And I was like, okay, that's... <laughs> so that's... <laughs> and that's, that's her up there. Really the Medusa up there on the top shelf. So Because she's still around. We're not putting her figure away. Because okay. they got into it with her. <laughs> they got into it with her, and she released her son, who is this mutated giant Cthulhu guy. And they finally defeated him. Um, she came out. She was going to basically yank the knowledge of where this devil's dagger was from their brains. And this dude that they had come across in the very beginning who was protecting the temple, who warned them to stay away, came in at the last second and yeeted them out because he he's actually telekinetic. He's a human. He's a mystic. And he yeeted them out and then caused a cave-in into the temple. And there was actually a tug of war for a second as Medusa was also using telekinesis because she's actually a mystic too. She's a female mystic. And they're like unheard of. Um, she was kind of pulling one. There was a tug of war. 
And then he caused a cave-in, and so she had to stop to stop the cave-in from destroying her soldier army of stone. So the cave-in closed off the entrance to the temple, which allowed them some time to get away to the ship full of men who hate them to get back to Shambhala. Speaking of men who hate me, um, when I don't hate you. This, twice, I still have my hit points from two levels ago. So just scratch it out and write it. Okay, so I got to do it twice. You said that last time, but I, I thought you said you changed it. From, no, okay, so go ahead and roll and just update them. So they fled, took their ship back down to Shambhala. The book that you acquired gave you instructions on how to build a, what kind of box? Wooden red heart. A red heart box. Um, red heart trees only grow down here in the undead realm, in the deadlands. Okay, so you guys were on your way there. Kelsey is with you. Kelsey's a, a Banshee Death Knight, so she's actually really interested in going here, too. It's actually called Anwen, not Skullman. It's Anwen. Um, so you guys, what's up? How do I do that again? I can't remember what I roll. Is it the D8 plus one? D8. And if you roll anything less than a four, take a four. Okay. Do that twice and add plus one each time. Gotcha. You have to do the same thing. Yep. So they got on a, a hover train because gravity is, has been harnessed in Atlantis. That is one of the few technological advancements that didn't go away. So they take this hover train from Shambhala to Yaru down to, to Anwen. You guys are down there within a couple hours. You're able to rest, recuperate, level up. Um, you leveled up. You guys are doing that now. Um, and that's where we pick up. Any questions? Any questions? No, nope, they're busy. All right, you guys, yep, you guys will come in here in a second. So, Sorry, we're doing some math. It's okay. And she's been drinking. And she's been drinking. Yep. She was, she was already crappy at math before. She's gonna be doubly crappy. She's on her yet. Yep. Um. So, you guys get down to Anwen, and. So just a really quick description of Anwen. Anwen is all these red-named places are the capitals of different tribes of Atlantis. Each tribe, there's 12 of them, each tribe represents a different race in Atlantis. Just like a, like a clock, if you look at a clock. Um, the tribes are segregated, but they all come together for the greater good of Atlantis. Um, but they normally keep to themselves. So dwarves live up here. They're very Nordic-themed. This is all in the player's handbook if you ever read it. They're very Nordic-themed, German-themed, um, and they're all paladins, dwarves. Then you have Turnanog, which are the gnomes, which are Celtic-themed, and they're very they're all artificers. They're all very into the science, scientific method and technology. Um, Elysium is the elves, and they're all, very, they're all sorcerers. So you're a half-elf sorcerer, so that's very easy for us to play in, that you have elven blood in you, and that's why you're a sorcerer. Hunters and rogues are really easy to play off. Anybody can be a ranger and a rogue. So... Uh, and not at 3 o'clock is, or no, I'm sorry, Elysium is the elves. Maru is goblins, goblinoids. They are uh, Hindu-themed, and most of them are rogues and, like, chemists. They do a lot of chemistry stuff, like tattoos. They make ta magic tattoos. Um, and then at 4 o'clock, you have Ulanga, which are the orcs, the shamans. They're African mythology. Um, at 5 o'clock, you have the Aquarians or Aquari is the capital here. They actually live in this giant ocean right here. That's what Alicia is. Um, little mermaid types, just like Ursula. They have Sicilians down there, half octopus, half human people. Your Nagas, um, shark people. These are all Aquarians. Cycalians. Cycalians. Okay. It's not Sicilians. 
Sicilian <laughs> mafia. <laughs> so this stuff, it's Sicilian. the Korean mafia. Land of organized crime. Yep. So and they are mostly bards. So just like just like Little Mermaid, Under the Sea, they all sing. They're all singing people. They're all weird. Um, six o'clock is um, Atslan, which is the beastborn. So these are your ogres and trolls and bigger creatures, and they're very, yeah. No, not those. You can't name. Um, and they're they are based off Nahuatl, which is kind of Olmec. So they are the ancient um, South American types. They speak a form of Spanish, um, and they're all barbarians. The class. Um, and then at seven o'clock you have the undead, which is Anwin. Um, these are all the undead come back to life. Their main theme is like their death knights, um, and their background, their mythology is like a wealth mytho wealth Welsh mythology. So your King Arthur types are very into chivalry. Undead are, are never in the middle. They're either always really good or really bad because they, they survive based off of memory. So if you've ever seen Coco, when I was the movie, the undead Disney uh, movies, yeah. Coco, Coco. Coco. Yeah. memory, same thing. They, they live when they come back from the undead based on the energy that other people kind of provide to them. So they, they want to be renowned. The more renowned they are, the longer they live. Um, and at 8 o'clock, you have Shangri-La. Um, this is where the dragonborn, half-dragon people live. They're all monks, um, and they're all Chinese mythology. 9 o'clock is Yaru. This is where the skinwalkers live. They're Egyptian mythology. Those are your half-human, half-people, half-animals. So they're all shifters and druids, so they can turn into different animals and stuff. Then you have Shambhala. This is the human, where the humans live. They're all mystics. They're all not from Atlantis. They're all abducted from the greater world. Um, and they're all chauvinists. Um, and then you have 11 o'clock, Zion. These are your halflings. They're predominantly clerics and priests, and they're the Abrahamic Canaanite kind of mythology. So Islam, um, Christianity, that's what you get up there. And that's it. And then you have Atlantis. That's where golems live. Robots with artificial intelligence live here. Half-elves live there. Um, tieflings. Tieflings are people that are affected by these portals that you look for. When these portals open up, the energy from these other realities changes you on a genetic level. And that's what tieflings are. They're either half demon or half angel or half elemental. So that's why they try to keep the portals closed. So all that to say, the girls come down here to Anwin. Um, the city itself, the capital of Anwin, is very gothic, very dark. All these dark lands right here are permanently dark for a reason. They've got these things called nightfall pearls that make cover make darkness in a 10-mile radius. And they're just spaced everybody every 10 miles. And all the major cities along here in the Deadlands are all based off of castles from Arthurian legend. So, again, this game is based a lot, largely on mythology. If you're, if you're familiar with Welsh mythology, all the castles from King Arthur's Joyous Guard, where Lancelot lived, Castle Terrible, where the Grail was supposed to be kept, all these places... We don't know where they actually exist in real life, right? Fighting Merlin today. You might be fighting Merlin. <laughs> actually, that comes into play with you guys. So anyways, so all these castles have never been found in real life. It's because they're all here. And all the crazy stuff that we dream up now is because of Atlantis and these human mystics. When they, when they sleep, they dream and they broadcast what they see in Atlantis out into the rest of the world. So all these weird ideas and stories about 
monsters and werewolves and vampires and all this crap. It's because it exists here. Okay? So you guys get to the city, Anwen, and it's very gothic themed, very dark, but darkly beautiful almost. It's... You vaping now? Oh, yeah. No, no I told her I left it in my purse. She's just harassing me the entire time. I didn't want to ask them to move. Okay. Look at you. So um, yeah, I got Ricky Starbucks. <laughs> Short leash. Short leash, yep. So, Anwen is, like I said, gothic but beautiful. Um, it's not a place that living people want to stay in for long because there is a permeance of undeath about the place. So, it's creepy. It's like there is an embassy there. Um, they have to consecrate the ground to, in order to stay there because if they didn't, they would slowly start to wither away and die. So, you guys don't want to stay there for long. Um, Kelsey, who normally sits here, is a death knight. She's a banshee death knight. So, she wanted to come here. So she is breaking off from the group so that she can go get some more information about her, where she's from. She doesn't know who she is because when you come back from one death, you don't remember anything. So she's an orc banshee, death knight. And she's like, who am I? Who was I? If you guys hear a weird thing, it's because I have my city ambiance on I in the background. I was going to say, like, what's the children screaming that yeah. it's not ours? You're in Anwen. So this is the city right now that you're in. Okay. Um, for gameplay purposes, um, because Kelsey is from Anwen... And her family is here. The Banshees that... Um, oh, yeah, you like that? Remember it's that? It's my uniform, uh-huh. honestly. It's mine, my, too. Is that my dress? That's somebody... I can't remember who did that. It's scrolling through my pictures randomly. Was... Hopefully no uh, half-naked pictures show up. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> awkward? I don't. I wouldn't know how to change it, either. I can't. Just wait about a minute or two to go away. Right? I'll just take a chair to it. It's okay. huh? I think Kimmy Sue usually does that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that would, that's more logical than me. I just, like... Yeah, right? Sledgehammer to the TV. Um, no. So, so you guys get to Anwen, and it's really easy to find contacts. Kelsey, so when you're undead, you're adopted by a similar family. So she's an orc banshee. So a family of orc banshees took her in and basically taught her what it was to be undead because some of them lose it. And if you've ever played D&D before, fighting skeletons and zombies is a staple for D&D. Those are still around. It's when you come back from undeath, sometimes you just lose it. Like you go into shock and you're like, oh my god, I'm a skeleton, I don't want to be a skeleton, and you lose your mind. And now you just become this wandering undead who strikes out at the living. So usually you can tell one from the other one. Um, Usually the ones that are dressed and talking to you are the ones that are okay. The ones that are dilapidated and falling apart are not. So um, so she was raised in Anwen um, for 20 years, helping her to get acclimated to her undead body and who she is now. And like I said, they're all sisters. So all four of them are sisters. And um, so she's got a family here in Anwen. So you guys really quickly hook up with the family in Anwen and start talking to them to cut to the chase to give you guys some, an opportunity to role play. Um... You've already asked. What kind of wood is it? Red heart. Very good. So red heart wood um, does not grow anymore in the undead realm because there's no sunlight. Mm-hmm. But if you've read, if you know anything about mythology, there are gardens of the dead scattered throughout mythology in different cultures and different ideas. And scattered in the deadlands down here are pockets where that ten miles of nightfall pearl don't overlap, and that one little mile has a city usually where 
mortals can live and where they grow things. And, and because it's so concentrated there, the things that grow there are special. Um, so you guys are talking to Kelsey. Yeah, see, special. See, somebody's listening. <laughs> the lights flicker. Am I having a stroke? Um, hopefully not. Um, so you guys start talking to Kelsey and her, and her friends and family and parents and everything. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, there's, there's a city not far from here, probably two days hike on foot. You have to go on foot because there's no train that goes over there. That's um, what I have Knox for. Knox is not with you. Why not? He's never with Laputa me. Laputa is way the hell down here. It's making its so way, it's way between north. Like Knox is in good belly rub. He's in Laputa. Knox is a giant three-headed Cerberus dog <laughs> that, they friend, that they friended. Um, so, no, Laputa, he's in Laputa. He's not. Laputa is your base of operations. The floating city. Floating fortress that they have. Um, so, Knox is down there. Isn't that yours? I don't know. I've had like three in the past like, couple months. I Snickers bar. Okay. Oh, by the way, held yourself candy. Yeah, you guys want some candy oh, or whatever? You're good. I'm in danger. Yeah. If Heather was here, we'd be in trouble. Heather brings jelly beans jelly bean. and gummy beans, gummy, gummy bears, bears and stuff that break my teeth. Literally. Oh my god. We were playing and I had a gummy and it pulled my crown out of my tooth. Oh no! Um, so, so it doesn't take long. Um, he's like, yeah, it's two days travel. Um, you just got to get you some transportation to the city and then go out there and, and do what you got to do to get get some bark, I guess, to remake this, this box. So what they're trying to do, guys, is they've got a box that can basically um, cover up the taint. Cover up their taint. So... And it's a. You're up to four now. I keep, keep track. Four tanks. Five now. You gotta drink um, every time someone says taint. Taint. Taint it to the truth. Uh, she don't get her shit face now tonight. Someone's gonna walk me home. She's. Oh no. She's gonna be like. Your mom said she was gonna come grind it. I'm gonna roll, and she's gonna knock over a glass and destroy no. my table, and I'm gonna cry. Uh, I'm not that guy. No. Okay. I'm and if she is. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. You. Um, which reminds me, you need to look at your spells and look for what spells you know yeah, for today. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the thing. All right, we'll check next time. What's up? Didn't they like? Don't they know that I'm cursed and they were looking for something? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna resolve that right now. Okay. So, uh, well, in a minute, I'm just describe what's going on. So, um, so very easy to get there. They're like, you have two days away. Um, so plants in. The undead realm are not like, hey, just walk up and be like, hey, can I get some of this tree bark? So it might not be that easy to just get some wood for your box. You're going to have to do something. You have to win it over. Yeah, you're going to have to flash some people, um, whatever it takes. Just not your brother. Just not me. Um, so they say, be prepared to work for it. Um, and you are still walking around with your hand on the sword hilt. Like, I just want to stab things. I just want to stab things. So finally they're like, like okay, we know what's wrong with you. It's a sword. It's a sword of vengeance. So it can't help but want to kill things. So in order for you to have this curse removed, you have to have somebody to cast Remove Curse on you. That's going to be 500 gold pieces. Unless somebody, unless somebody knows Remove Curse right now. Well, wait, I didn't look up for a second. I gotta look up. I don't think you know that. It's a higher level spell. It's like a fifth level spell. 
Oh, I learned to spell magic. That's what yeah. I learned. I guess we're just gonna have to stay first, I suppose. Well, you guys got well, some maybe money. If, maybe right? if Mind Tree wasn't using frickin' chromatic orb after chromatic orb, she'd have money for it. Yeah, you know what? Right? First it's Toll the Dead, and now it's Chromatic Orb. I have that. I think you guys got rubies, right? All I have is 100 gold pieces. I got I some rubies. That. Yeah, you do. I have that 500 gold, gold piece gold and plenty, too. Check that to somebody. Um, you could. No, they're not here. Oh. <laughs> it's like, Dude, hey, welcome to the game. To Give me your money. I know you just showed up, Give but I want some money. I don't want to be cursed anymore. Empty your pockets. All right, so you want to try to convince somebody to for some golem plating? Yeah. You want to trade that? You don't want it? Who? So who do we go to? We go to like. A well, you need to go to a temple mm-hmm. in order to cast remove curse. Okay, and then what were some of the things that the golden plating could be made into? It was like weapons. Weapons and armor. Weapons and armor. And like stuff that, like, like thieves' tools kits or. Yeah, if I would just go to the temple and be like, listen, this golden plating's worth five hundred gold pieces. You can give it to you. You can fashion some weapons out of it. Protect the church. Mm, I like that. Protect the church. I say. The My church. Really says, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds really good. The church of the undead. Like a really good persuasion. I feel listen. like. Listen, you know, in this day and age, um, things are happening, right? And they need some armor to protect themselves. If you say so. All right. So you're going to go, which church would you like to go to? (laughs) So each capital has a representative embassy from the other tribes. So these are the open cities. So if you want, Maitri, you are a cleric who is taught by halflings, even though you're half-elf, right? So, do you have any pull? Do you have anybody maybe you can speak to in the clerical world? Is there a church that In the Abrahamic or Islamic church? Or that you can go and say, hey, can you get, can you help me out? I mean, I'm charismatic. I can just ask anyone. Okay. So, between you being cursed, you knowing somebody, and you having something to trade, what do you think? I speak Elvish now, too. I've learned that. Okay. So, we can, we can double up over here. Uh-huh. Even though elves have nothing to do with it. Okay. Right? Well, Halflings. I know, but I'm not halflings. Though. She was raised by halflings. Yeah. Who taught her their clerical ways. I mean, we're like already down in Undead Land. We can just make it a little quick stop to Accor. Opry? Opry. <laughs> My homeland. Yeah. The, the <laughs> land I don't know how to pronounce. I know it's Aquarian. Aquarii. No, so give me a religion check, Maitreen. They can cleanse her in the waters. Depending on what she rolls, you'll give me a persuasion check in a minute. Get ready. Let's see how this dice is going to act tonight. Um, okay. Um, that's a 14. Okay. Twenty. Okay. So you find, you go to the local uh, halfling church. Um, it is consecrated. It's got a little miniature uh, daylight spell that's constantly in there to, to ward away the darkness of the rest of the city. And you walk in, and at first you're kind of like, eh, a bunch of halflings are like, eh, well, can we help you? They're, you got a crazy blood elf girl next to you, and you're half elf, and you're an aquarium. What do you want? What do you want in our halfling church? Are you, it's my home. Are you here to, to worship God? And you kind of start talking to them about how you're from what city? That city? Mm-hmm. Gabriel? Mm-hmm. I know your character better than you. You do. You you're from Gabriel. She's like, you made it. So all the cities <laughs> in the halfling areas are named after angels. So she's from the city of Gabriel. So at first you're kind of like, eh, we don't believe you. 
And you start talking about the city and you start explaining exactly what happened to you. And you're like, and all of a sudden they go from very cautious to very open arms. And, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to doubt you, but you are a half-elf. And it's very odd to see you Kill them. Um, have being a life cleric. So then you walk up to him and are like, look, our friend is is mentally jacked up. She's just crazy. She's, she's drinking all the time now. <laughs> she just, she's lost off a rocker. We, we have behavior. this... Yeah. We have this golem metal. Meanwhile, she's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I in love. Land, you're in the land of the undead, but you have a problem with someone drinking. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's what you think is weird. Um, you're like, but halflings are so stabbable. I just want to... Um, so you're able to convince them. So scratch off the 500 GP. Yeah. And they cast remove curse. But they also say... We can't return this sword to you. We don't want to give the sword to you. It's cursed. We will take it upon ourselves to cleanse this sword in, in return for removing the curse from your, your soul. That's fine, you cool with that? So I, I get rid of the sword anyway. It's just yep. a terrible... But what did you get last game? I got a... Hold on a second. I collected the... No. Yeah, I got the ring. Mm-hmm. So you have the javelin of... The I javelin. Have the javelin, yes. I have the, the javelin shield. Of, and a shield. And then Ricky got the quarterstaff, and Ricky also got a short sword. And I already had a long sword and a short sword already. Yep. So, but you can but ditch that other short sword. And let's just say you guys are going to spend some money to get these identified. Or no, we'll let, we'll let Maeve identify them, because she can identify them now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what don't you know what you have? The silver hammer. All right, the silver hammer is a silver hammer of returning plus one. So it's a light hammer. It's made out of silver, and if you throw it, it returns to your hand. It's like a tomahawk. It's like a baby, baby Molnir, 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 Molnir. That guy. Yep, Molnir. Um, Ricky, you got the short sword, right? It's a flame tongue short sword. So as a bonus action, you can light it on fire. For anybody who likes to light things on fire. And it does an extra D6 fire damage when you hit. And you don't have to cut yourself. And I don't... Do you want to give me that? Uh, okay, never mind. Just, you can have it. <laughs> she gave right. me a look. Like, what so, are you going to do with it, Ricky? <laughs> like, I'm the one that's right. a fighter. So, Ty, you got yes, it. Got it. It's a flame tongue short sword. Flame. So, it's the same. Just keep the short sword stats. It doesn't give you any extra bonuses to attack or whatever, but okay. you can use a bonus action to light it on fire. And it does an extra D6 damage. So, if you light it on fire... And then light it on fire again, you get to do D6 and a D4, right? With your blood thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the quarterstaff, Ricky, is just a quarterstaff plus one. Um, Ty, you've got the Ring of Mind Shielding. Yep. What's his name? Uh, his name is Volkratz. Volkratz? Volkratz? Vol- 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 now no, I'm confused. My, the Mind Slayer dude, right? Yeah, the mine. The mine his name is Mindslayer. Vorkanax. Whatever, I can't say his name right. Who's Valtrix? Valtrix. I, I Valtrix. We talked about this Sure. I must not. Valtrix. I, I love that everyone knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want to start listing side effects now. Yeah. yeah. Side effects may and include death. rash. <laughs> rash. Death. And death. Constipation. Yeah. Yep. All of the above. This thing will fall off. Yeah. All right. So ring of mind shielding. Yes. So people can't read your minds. Okay. 
Um, but you've also got this mind inside of yours talking to you constantly about, hey, please set me free. Send me back to my own reality. Chuck the ring into a portal and let me go so I, can, so I can pass. Um, Alicia, you've got the helm of telepathy. Yes. Okay. So you can use an action to cast a telepathy. Um, Ty, you've got a shield plus one. Yes. That's two giant rubies. Those are 5,000 gold pieces apiece. The rubies? My rubies? No. She cannot be trusted with those. Those are my rubies. She will do like the large chromatic orbs. No. But you have a shield plus one. Shield plus one. Yep. And you also have a javelin of lightning. Yeah. You said 5,000 gold pieces each. Yep. Okay, so we're just... Let's just... No, man, we're splitting those up. You want that? Between javelin of lightning, does that give me extra hit points? No, it doesn't give you any hit points, but when you throw it, you basically cause a bolt of lightning to go travel along the length of the javelin. I like that. And if you hit somebody with the javelin, they get hit by the lightning and the javelin. And then everybody else who's within five feet of the javelin as it travels gets hit by lightning. Oh, We about to be y'all sugar mamas. <laughs> I, got, I, got an I just Akashic. spent a year and a half with people saying that. Get away. Yeah. Yeah. I got an Akashic Stone to communicate with Kashi. No problem. Yep, you do. Yeah. Ty, add 2,500 gold pieces to your yeah. Sweet. And we got to write down right. 2,500 for Maeve, if you can write that down. I can write it. What? 2,500 gold pieces for Maeve. So just put a note. Somebody write a note. Too, right? Here, I'll, I'll leave a note. Oh, so it's 2,500. Yeah, between the four, and then we'll be there sugar mamas. You said 2,500 gold pieces for gold. That's your... Uh, no, but for you, hey. for Maeve. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Tony's writing that down. Oh, okay. All right, yep, I wrote it down. Small number to give it to Maeve. Um, Amanda, what is your character's name? Idris Silent. What's your first name? How do you spell it? I-D-R-I-S. Like... A-D-R-I-S. Like Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. All right, Alan, what's your character's name? Uh, wait on... Uh, H-U-Y-D-O-N. H-U-Y... D-O-N. D-O-N. Eric, what's your guy's name? Zuno Medrulos. Zuno. It means handsome. Yeah. Z-U-L-O? Z-U-N-O. Z-U-N-O. Right. I try to stay in the character. All right, so you guys know what your magic items are, and you got a replacement short sword now, and you're no longer cursed, and you gave up your short sword. It was a short sword plus one of vengeance. So basically, whenever you attune to it and start using it, it makes you hate everybody, and if anybody tries to stop you, you want to stab them. But so I don't it's good. Have that anymore. Nope, you don't have that anymore. So no more short, short sword of vengeance. Um, which reminds me, I gotta get you guys figures. Get that in a second. So. We don't have any figures. Yeah, I don't have any figures at all. I have to go buy some. Um, we'll go buy them tomorrow. He's <laughs> like, what do you mean? We'll buy them tomorrow. Well, you gotta speak sarcastic. Like yeah. So. All right, so you spent some time. You are able to remove the curse, so you're good now. Um, and you guys find out that this city is just two days away, and it's just called Bright City. It's one of the bright. It's one of the cities in the Deadlands that actually has a has the light coming from. They have a nuclear artificial sun because you're underneath the shield, underneath isle, up, a bunch of ice. So Atlantis was technologically advanced, and then they had to go back. It's a long story. Uh, it's in the player's handbook. <laughs> Um, so they have a sun made out of it's a, it's a nuclear fusion sun. So there is light that reaches this one city. It's called Bright City, and it's only two days away. So two days away by horse. Only two days away. Only two days and away. We're totally not going to get stopped on the way there by something mean. No, of course not. <laughs> there will be no complications. 
Sounds similar. It's like when you're playing right. Baldur's Gate and you're so, fast travel and it's like, combat. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> One might be worse um, than the other. So, do you want to walk? It'll take four days if you walk. It'll take two if you have a horse. I want to ride a horse. I think we should ride a horse. Save a horse. So, you're in an undead city. <laughs> so, you get to ride undead horses. Hell yeah. It's going to oh, hurt yeah. my butt. Very cool. Yeah, it's not going to feel very good, yeah. <laughs> Got a saddle. Um, it's not the first bone that's been up our ass. Okay. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and here. Um, yeah, yeah, that didn't take long. She said, um, Are you drinking? Make sure I'm not going I to told do. her to behave. I should not have told her to behave. Yeah. You cursed her. You I'm set the tone. I can't behave either. Who the hell am I? Doing? So, anyways, all right, so it's not hard for you guys to rent horses, especially you start throwing your names around who you are. Um, so, it's just a couple little pieces each to, to rent a horse. As long as you, you say you're bringing them back, it's fine. You, get with, you join up with a caravan that's heading that way. Because they deal trade, or they do, they do trade with this city called Bright City. So you start traveling there, and just like Alicia said, oh, nothing Alicia. happens. Nothing happens. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I can't see. Are we playing Avatar tonight? Hell yeah. I see. Uh, I'm missing my other menu option. <laughs> that was their little tendrils touching. Their little hair. Well, hopefully this repeats on its own. <laughs> Alright, so if this doesn't repeat on its own, then I'll have to open it back up and see what happens. We'll find this out here in about 10 seconds. Hmm? So this is a, a moving map from a guy named Dynamic Dungeons, or a creator of Patreon called Dynamic Dungeons. So I get a bunch of these. Um, as you guys can see... Did it restart? Yeah, it did. Okay. Um, TV, right? Plexiglass on top, but don't lean on my TV. Okay. Um, these are one-inch squares. These are normally five-inch squares um, or five-foot squares when you put your figures down. You just want it while I'm doing this. You want to start looking around and see if you can find them some figures. What are they? So, actually, you know what? I can talk. I can multitask. So, you get to the city. And you're fine. You can sit down. They're all over here, too. Um, you get to the city... And sure enough, this is what it looks like. There's this massive tree in the middle of the city, right? And you get there, and you pass through um, what looks to be like a smaller village-type, almost city-sized place. And on the outskirts of it, uh, you can see the darkness continuing from where the, the, the domes can kind of pick back up again. And it's like it's like an oasis of light. It looks so weird. And it's... You know, there's a circle over here, and there's a circle over here, so it's very pointed and weird looking, but it's this oasis. And you get there, and this is where the few human human people live, living people live, and it's like the city, and then surrounded by gardens and flowers and um, farms and everything you can think of, giant trees, and you know what the, the tree looks like. Don't bring attention to me. <laughs> I got my pointy stick out and I'm pointing at you. Um, I have tables out there you can use. It's okay, I close. Um, so you get there and um, you know what these trees look like. And you're starting to walk towards this tree line and you're like, I don't see any of these trees. And you pass through the city and nobody is out in the city. And you're walking through, and people are, you can see people looking through their windows and stuff, and closing their windows really quick, and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And before you know it, you see this almost glowing beacon 
outside of the light that's shining in from Ra, that's the name of the sun is Ra, um, outside of the light from Ra, you see this almost beacon of light, and you're instantly drawn to it. You're like, what is that? That's something weird. That's something different. Maybe it has something to do with why everybody's kind of hiding inside their houses. Let's go check it out. So you're almost, you're almost, you're almost compelled to. UV exposure. Yeah, you're I almost... choose instead to pull out my loot and play songs for people to come out. <laughs> Nobody comes out. You're just compelled to go. So the light starts slowly coming down, and the light's blinding as you guys get closer and closer, and you're just. Like, you just can't help it. You're like, wow, I'm so just so amazed by this. And this angelic creature comes down. God? Sorry. God? Is that you? <laughs> so he looks over at you guys and he says, he kind of looks at you and he squints and he looks at you and he kind of furls his brow. You have the helmet on, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's you. You have the helmet of telepathy. You have the ring of mind shielding. So he looks at you for a second, and he kind of furls his brow, and then he looks at my tree, and he looks at you guys, and he nods his head, and he goes, ah, you are here for the tree. Are you not? Yes. Am I compelled to tell him the truth? He says, without delving too much deeper into your psyche, for I I fear I would injure your your baby-like mind, why do you seek the tree? First of all, rude. <laughs> well, he is definitely not your standard explorer type. I decided to use the moment of telepathy and be like, that was fucking rude. <laughs> In his own head. Like, and I can do that too. He says, oh, my apologies. Is that good for you? That's fine, that's fine. Um, okay. He says, I am not akin to talking to, to mortals. I normally tend to the trees of the gardens of the dead here in, in, in Bright City. And he goes, but you are not the first to come across my path. As soon as I find your figures, I'll tell you why. <laughs> are, y'all, are y'all stoned outside? <laughs> Standing yeah. outside? Well, no. Yeah. Right? We just look around in the three of them and we're like, <laughs> stoned <laughs> Well, no, I had one in mind for you, but I can't find it. It's because you have too much stuff. That looks like... Yeah. It kind of looks like a girl with a top knot, but I'm not positive. It could be. could be having a man bun. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's a man bun. Are you a man bun type of guy? Would you like a samurai ninja? I'm going to take that as a no. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to come up with your own answer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? the squinting of his eyes. <laughs> I'm ready for the rocker is I roll. All right. Let me just grab these up here. Okay. Um, these are some of our older. I'm good with whatever, actually. All older. Want, I'm going to say mullet. I don't know. I like him. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's, he's kind of roguish. That'll work. Okay. And then Ranger. Mm-hmm. You'd think with all these figures that have something to easily <laughs> if you've got that much hair, let it down. Whatever's right. holding them back. It takes a long time to grow hair. It does. I did this when I got drunk in two thousand 
and one. <laughs> and it basically, I tried to grow it back out, and it was like, tennis ball, fuzzy head, fuck it, shave it off. That happened three times before I said, this is me now. Yeah, yep. this is my life. See, he this did that life. one time, long time ago, and I almost, no. I was almost I, single. I, right, right when I'd reached the stage where I looked like a chia, a chia pet. No, I can't do, oh, I can't stand it. No, he surprised me. It was very surprising. And he has a lot of eyebrows to have a bald head. Yes. So I was like, I, I came in like from work and ready to see him, so excited. And he comes out and he's like... I'm like, what did you do? What happened? Who are you? And it wasn't even just like buzzed. It was like bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what happened? I don't play around. He must have cleaned his ass. <laughs> and he, he took pictures along the way and made himself look like Wolverine in between. So. Yep. You <laughs> rock it. Um, wait. See, that's a girl, though. It's, it's going to be okay. How about... A guy with a sword right there. We can work with that. All right. So he said he, he kind of addressed <laughs> you guys, and he's like, "You're not the first to come and come into the city from outside. So that's where your figures come in. You guys come and come around the corner from over here." Are we about to fight them? Is this how we meet? So somebody's somebody's confused. There you go. He was just watching the six. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. He kind of, he goes, he says, this this group here has also traveled from beyond the, the borders of Bright City and in search of their companion, a wizard, who came here for some knowledge and entertained the citizens of the city and then one day just left. And since his arrival, odd things have been happening in the city. And I, I find it strange that upon his arrival, these things started happening and then he left just as quickly. But I have offered to assist these three traveling companions in searching for their friend. You, though, you're here for something different. You're here for... Wood. My wood? Yes. <laughs> yes, your wood. <laughs> your red wood. Your red heart wood. Well, you understand, <laughs> my young Aquarius friend. The red heart tree. I only have one red heart tree here. But how much of the red heart tree do I need for this little bitty box? To make a box for a dagger? Little bitty box. A branch. A good amount. I mean, he said it's like a You need a good amount. But if the tree's like this big, you get a branch. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> he says, normally, I would say by all means, but I have spoken with the tree because the tree is not your standard stand there still tree. Let me speak to the tree. I speak to the I tree. I have spoken to the tree already. And you look around, you don't see the tree, so you're not even sure where the hell the tree would be. Is it like Groot after he died? Maybe. A little <laughs> he says, I've spoken with the tree, and based on the dilemma that these three have, and their 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 accomplice who has come into the city and done whatever he's done to the city, which is very strange, I will offer you this compromise. Discover what's going on with the city, resolve its issues. Bring me proof of its resolution, and I shall provide to you the, the, the tree that you need, the wood that you need. And in doing so, your ally will have been discovered, and you will determine whatever you need to determine with your ally, what's happened to him. So it seems that you six will work in concert together. Do we have an accord? Or I can learn plant growth, and I can grow more red heart trees. <laughs> <laughs> 
my young friend. And then you start hearing this stomping Creative in the background. Then you hear this stomping. You hear this rustling through the trees. And from back over here, you see this treant come out from between these two trees. And it's big. It's a big treant. And you see that his the bark of his tree starts kind of blending back into the rest of the, the background foliage. Oh, so, so there's more of them. <laughs> no, he's coming face. out, and he was camouflaged. He was blending in with the rest of the trees. And you see his bark starts taking on a dark red color, like the color of the wood that you're looking for. And he comes out, and he kind of stands there, and he puts his hands on his hips. And he says, you want to take a piece of me to create more of me? Yeah. Ah. Don't you want kids? He, lo he looks over. My friend, at, are you familiar with cloning? Yeah. Yeah. He looks over at Artesius. That's his name, Artesius. He says, Artesius, I think this is a lost cause. <laughs> and he turns back around and starts walking back through the woods. And as he walks away, it's almost Indominus Rex like. He starts blending in with the rest of the trees. So right, that's a hard no. That's a, that's a hard no. So, so the tree speaks common? Yeah. Okay. So I can also learn to speak with plants. Right. Nope. <laughs> so Artesia stops and he he's like I and he looks up past you guys, past you three. He looks into the distance, and he goes Well I fear that whatever is uh illed the city is is now brought its attention to my garden. And he goes, Look yonder and we'll say no. this rock is probably about 30 feet further this way on the edge of the garden where the rest of the city starts. And you guys see this guy. Let me read it to you. You see from where you're at a man who appears to be scraping against the sides of one of the homes with violent intent. He wears robes of black and a white blade is protruding from one of his sleeves as it carves into the wood of the house. You hear him, like, gutturally saying these strange things as he's carving into the side of the house from where you're at. And he goes, that is peculiar. That is not normal. You might want to check into that. You might want to check into that. Who's he speaking? Who? The guy. guttural. You don't understand from where you're at. All you're is right now. I'm not going near that. I'm going to go say hi. I'm going to dispel evil. I'm going to go with her, but... Yeah. I've got comprehend language. It's fine. All right. So, I speak half Nahuanel, and I speak Elvish, and I speak Aquarian. My tree looks around, and she's like, um... I'm stupid. I forgot to... Import you a map for this. Eternal optimism. Everyone's a good person. So normally I've I've got a bunch of maps and I've got a map of a city, but it's on my hard drive upstairs and I didn't port it to my computer. So we're gonna pretend. Oh. Fear to the mind, guys. This is the house, okay? And this is you guys walking towards it, and you can see him. I'm sorry, right there, on the side of the house, just <laughs> gouging these strange symbols into the side of the house. And he, he says, I wish you good luck. Find out what has happened to your wizardly friend. 
why the city is in fear and, and hiding in place, and I shall bequeath to you a piece of the red heart tree. I look around at all of these people and I say, I'm going to put money on it that he ate them. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. <Well. laughs> Everything's always cursed, including me. <laughs> oh, okay, Eeyore. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, I'm not cursed right now, but no. you know, I say the city's cursed. All right. So you guys are obviously it's three against three, and it's there's some tension. It's like yeah, you know, we're here. You guys are here to find your friend. Uh, not sure what happened. He's a wizard. Um, came here. To basically do the same thing to get some knowledge and to get some he wanted to get some magic wood for his new wand so and something happened while he was here and you just you haven't heard from him and you're like this is the last place we knew he was coming so nobody will talk to us in the city we've talked we've knocked on doors we don't know why nobody wants to talk to us they just say leave us alone don't don't draw any attention to us and you find it's really weird and you guys kind of had the same thing happen to you as you're looking around this bright light from the tree starts illuminating and you're like oh it was like moths to a flame. We've been here shortly before they were, yep. I guess. Only a couple hours um, before then. So, and these guys, now from hearing this the conversation, you guys know that they're here just to get some wood too. So, three women looking for some wood. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> so, so, introduce yourselves as you want, if you want to, or it can be uh, kind of uh, testy, kind of... Um, Cautious for now, if you want, until you guys get to know each other better. Yeah. Or you can just be like, "Hey, let's check out the dude. I'm forced here to work with you. You're forced to work with us. I'm let's just let's somewhere. just do it." I like trees. Zuno digs people. <laughs> Zuno's all about making friends. I'm an entertainer. I love about my same. You don't. You don't get this way by being an introvert. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I you can. You won't. You won't make a living. Uh, I'll just follow you. So. <laughs> So you're an entertainer too? I'm not. Yeah. I'm an entertainer. So like give me an intelligence I check. Okay. So take a d20 and just add your intelligence yes. modifier. So plus two. You're a sister. You shut up. I'm a sister, but I'm the most non-talking. Uh, <laughs> She's oh, wow. Okay. That is... So I'm 50. My eyes suck. But that's a 19. All right. Plus two. That's 21. Give me an intelligence check. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, so you recognize her. What's so up? you're both entertainers. <laughs> she doesn't recognize you, though. I saw you. I like, Don't I know you from Everyone that other me. place? Yeah. So you're a human, right? I am. So you're from Shambhala. So you were just in Shambhala, and you saw her, Alicia... He saw you performing at the up-class Shambhala place. I've been in Shambhala. Those oh, guys yeah. are dicks. Yeah. <laughs> they were so mean to me. Well, so, no. sorry. It's okay. We're everybody both knows her. So Every, yeah, everybody knows me. I'm mad that Ricky Owens will have laughed at my only sins joke. <laughs> I don't think everybody hurts you. <laughs> so, is it getting warm? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Not okay. Oh, I was asking everybody else, so I wasn't sure. Um, if it starts getting warm, turn on the fan. Um, so yeah, so you recognize her, and you were there also for the drama that happened with Maitri. So Maitri and Serena were in this upscale establishment in Shambhala. She went there as a straight-up performer, entertainer. 
trying to get some some in with all these guys. Oh God, was she the man? had a hat of disguise and was pretending to be a guy. Well, it just so happened, another guy fell in love with her, with, with him. And they're all psychics, so they're like, hey, we want you to marry our son. Very high-class establishment. And they followed her home one night and found out that she was actually a woman. And they confronted her in the club the next night. So, I think psychics would have more efficient ways of stopping people. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No, it was a totally uh, uh, a surprise for her. I mean, we had a whole plan because they were going to, like, you had they, a whole plan. Me and Todd had a whole plan. We, something I told her something with eggplants, something to, who knows. To marry him and convince him by making him sore that <laughs> <laughs> on the wedding night that she was actually a man and get the eggplant in. Very well endowed man, mind you. Yeah. yeah. It probably would have hurt. So, anywho, so they tr- they figured it out and they called her out on it. Took the hat of disguise off, revealing her to actually be a woman, and it was a big stir, big scene. And you were there for that too. So you're like, I remember you. I remember you from, yeah. yeah, Bob's Country Bunker. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. And actually, I played that ranger, place. sorcerer. So you actually know her too. Because you're also a rogue. Mm-hmm. So the entertainer slash rogue part, she was pit fighting. I had money on you. And <laughs> and you won. <laughs> yep. Well, you won two out of the three, right? So I hope you bet on the one that I won. <laughs> 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 it's better we don't talk about it. So, so you're like, I know you guys. So there's a little bit of an icebreaker there. You kind of bring that up a little bit to smooth it out. So we know him. Um, who the hell are you? Yeah. You two, <laughs> like, you two actually memory. ran into him. You guys were together before. So you're a portal hunter. You're a horizon walker. And you are attuned to aberrant minds. So you guys have a kind of a niche. You have a specialty in tracking down open portals from the far realm. So all these crazy Cthulhu-type creatures... You have a knack for figuring out and finding. And um, being as you're a sorcerer, um, that you guys can figure this out, maybe brothers, sisters, or husband and wife, whatever, however you want to figure it out. Sorcerers, their blood was affected by this stuff and changed you on a molecular level. So that's why you're a sorcerer. So maybe it's comes it's in your line, your lineage. Your dad was a horizon walker and his specialty was aberrant uh, with aberrations. And he just spent too many times by the energy of these portals, and it perverted him. So when he had you, you're okay. But when he had your sister, she had this weird sorcerer bloodline from being affected by aberrations. So that's why you're an aberrant mind. So you've been touched, kind of. You're not a warlock. Warlocks go into a deal with far, or far gods or whatever they're called. And in exchange for favors, they get power. You just have aberrant power in you, and you kind of bring it out. So, have you guys seen um, the um, What If episodes, Doctor Strange? Okay, never mind. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you guys see her. All of her spells are very um, strange character. Doctor Strange, the super superior strange type. So lots of snakes, a lot of weird black energy that comes out when she casts her spells. Just, yeah. What is... I don't know. Fingers. 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 Yeah. Is this a shocker portal? It's like... Yeah. 
All right. Anyways, shocker for anybody listening. Eric's dissociating over there. Ever since you said it, I've had baby come back going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the night. So, so you guys are together somehow. Yep. You know, whatever. This so is for tonight. Just at this point, we've, you know, we've introduced ourselves. Hi, you know. Yep. Nice to meet you. So, so is he vouching for us? It's up to him. He can. You, you were. He's at least familiar. I know these crazy ladies. Look, I mean, He's I don't like, know about. We look, where I come from, vouching for somebody <laughs> means like yeah. your life's on the line. But look, they seem to not be a threat. I think we should cooperate. They're okay-ish. They're okay-ish. They do not appear to be an immediate threat to our well-being. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Can one of you lean back and give me a brown paper towel? Or just get the whole roll right there in the middle shelf? Right yep. My, uh... And you just make a mess too if you want to. I just work here. Yeah, right. Honestly, this thing is leaking all over the place. Knowing an old neck pit fighter, it's worth doing just for the stories. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, is yours leaking? Uh, here, just in case. Speaking of what it, have you just watched Moon Knight yet? Just put it yeah, underneath there. No, no, just lift the cup okay. up and put it in. I was just making sure the yeah, floor is... Have you watched Moon Knight yet? Oh, yeah. We haven't watched the latest one, though. Yeah, All about some Moon Knight. It's some fucky shit going on. I love that. I love so if you guys haven't figured it out, <laughs> Atlantis <laughs> is really big on mythology, so like we were watching I'm like, Oh, the Indian, I know what that is, that's a very yeah. cool. So, yeah, I was so. like, Oh god, Alright, yeah, it's getting warm. Can you turn on the light for me please? Turn on the light bulb. Turn on the light, yep. Can you turn on the light for me please? <laughs> um Alright, so you guys talk. And you see this guy over there just gouging away at the side of this wall. And you're like, what is going on with this guy? What are you doing? Hey. Stop yeah. okay over there? <laughs> All right. So you guys getting a little closer to see what's going on? Yeah, I think we're right. going to walk closer to him and check it out. Is He said he's gouging it in front of the house. Yeah, he's yeah. gouging it into, into the, the side house. of a house. Yep. So, so I want to use mage hand and I want to push... His knife while he's gouging. Oh, no. <laughs> so, when you get near, you guys can hear the guttural, disturbing sounds coming from the man. He will not respond to any attempt to communicate, but when you get close, he turns and looks at you. It's about this time that you notice strange <laughs> symbols he's been carving into the house. Ancient symbols that no one recognizes, as well as the head of a frog with no eyes. As the man stares... You guys can see that the weapon he is using to carve into the house is actually the bone of his own arm. Ew. It appears his hand has been removed and the bone has been sharpened to a point. Higher up his arm is a bloody set of bandages. One of the man's eyes is removed, re revealing an empty socket that is oozing a thick, dark blue substance. The other eye is intact but completely bloodshot. His face is sliced as if someone attacked him with a razor but he doesn't seem to notice the bloodstains or open wounds. His movements are jagged and violent, snapping between exaggerated motions in the blink of an eye. He looks at you and yells out, SACRIFICES FOR THE GOLGOROTH! And he says that, and you guys didn't see, but on the other side, three other dudes come running around the corner. Of course. Are they doing the same? Are they crazy kids? Are they, are they <laughs> also completely normal. These guys, are, these guys are fucking metal. <laughs> Chopping off their own hands and shit. Alright, so this is where we roll for initiative. 
What? Oh, that's cool. I got some big guys for you. That's 20. What? Yes. Way to start the game. I got big dice. But then I think I left them over by the Warhammer stuff. It's okay. Okay. Well. Oh, so you're putting them away. Okay. I'm putting these away. Which is out. No, it's not that. Okay. I prefer going last. Alicia, I have these dice. Are they D6s or D8s now? Still D6s, right? For your Bardic Inspiration? I'm pretty sure it's still D6. It'll say it in your, um, in your class of stuff. No. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So you are going to, because I don't have a thing for you. The eight? Okay. You're going to be Securious. Okay. Okay. What is your initiative? Uh, be a uh, 10. All right. So you are going on 10. Um, you are going to be Un. Just because I don't have a figure for you either, yep. a character for you. All right, Un was our dwarf fighter. She's usually standing right over there. Um, what is your initiative? 24. 24? Oh my god! That's a way to I rolled a nat 20. Nice. Plus four. So if you roll a nat 20 or a nat 1 on initiative, your first attack you have advantage too. So if you roll a nat 1, you have disadvantage. Um, oh no, you got disadvantage. <laughs> you got disadvantage. So I'm guessing you got a 1. You are going to be Hu Jinhua, which is Claire. Okay. Okay. And you roll. No, I'm going to put it over here. What is? What's your roll for initiative? Three. Total three. three, but you got a crit fail. Okay. Alessandra. Push. My tree. My tree. Serena? And my guys go on. And. Alright. So, no surprise. So, yeah, he's just jamming. He's like, like his, 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 his bone arm. His bone arm is the So, so this is a, a straight, uh, ran, uh, straight encounter. So we don't have to roll for surprise or nothing like that because you guys saw him. He saw you walking up. He freaked out. You freaked out. So everybody goes together. If you guys, excuse me, we're like that looks really freaking weird. Let's be stealthy. Let's creep up on this dude. Do what he's doing. Honest, then you, so yeah, not so good at that. Then you probably could have um, turned on the music though. That's loud. Um, then you probably could have gotten to jump on him if you wanted to attack him. If you're like, oh my god, he's cut his arm off and he's gouging into the wall. Let's kill him. You guys would have gotten to go first if you wanted to do that. So, so that means everybody's kind of going at the same time. So you are un. So. You do have advantage, though. You and Alessandra got nat 20s. 
So you're just moving that fast, and you're like, this is absurd, this is weird, we're on our defenses, I've already got my sword out, I'm ready to stab. So what are you doing from where you're at right now? So that big rock, we'll pretend that's a house. Okay. So, is there any advantage to me, like, flanking around to try and get behind or to the side of these guys, as opposed to facing them straight on? Um, sure, there it is. You got sneak attack. Yep, so... Yeah. You have advantage already, though, so if you attack at all right now, you have advantage, you're going to have your sneak attack. So that disadvantage, oh, so that advantage is probably going to go away after this turn, too. Mm -hmm. Unless you do something else, like sneak around the back side of the house and come up behind them as they move forward. All right, then, I'm just going to use the sneak attack. Use it while I've got it. Okay, so... Is, is this Olmec Bloodhunter, like, close by me? Because so she is right here. I'm a pass. I'm gonna pa I'm I'm stick and move. Okay. She's actually behind you, breathing down your neck. Yep. Good it's, enough. It's awkward. Right. Listen, um, you are right here. Yep. So these are five foot square. So five, ten, fifteen feet to get close to that guy. Okay. So all these guys look the same. This guy looks a little different than these three. This guy is almost standing there like. Garbled in a strange language, almost directing them where to go. What? It's a house. <laughs> it's in a drawer somewhere, and it has too many people in here. <laughs> I was going to have a house, the, the screen, but I forgot to upload it to my computer. Otherwise, it would have been a house there, and it I wouldn't need to use a box. I don't. Not right now. Okay. No. A house? I don't have a house. Have you seen a house? We need to get those wizard tiles. I do. right here. You can use that if you want. Yeah. A little casita kind of looks like a house. Even though it's an outhouse? It's a part of high. It's an out, out house. This isn't an eight. It's a giant house. That's a giant house. See? I was trying to make it easy. It's a house for the tramp. All right? I was trying to make it easy. Ricky's like, oh, they put a giant house in here. <laughs> <laughs> make it Why did Ricky sound like Groot? <laughs> it's like It sounds like Groot. Which reminds me. That's my sexy voice. Um, that's, my, that's my seduction voice. Amanda, I'm going to give you a bunch of cards. Okay. This will help you with your spells. So go through these and find. So they're in order. So zero is cantrips. One is first level. Two is second level. So just find whatever ones you need. And that way you can refer to those really quickly. I forgot to give those to you earlier. And then you also can look at them too. You're probably going to have slightly different ones, yeah, but they should well, be in there. Yeah, they're, yeah, unfortunately. All right. So, you are first. So, you're sneaking around the corner in this, a giant house. So you're not going to be able to see your own figure now because we put the giant outhouse out there. All right. So, you're moving 15 feet and you're going to stab him, McStab face this guy right here? Yes. That guy you can't see anymore? We understand that the house Just is there. Just put the X-Mo box We down. understand that the rock is there. You know what? I think that's a good representation of a house. We should stick with that. Exactly. See? <laughs> <laughs> Who's awesome has two thumbs? <laughs> and that guy. Mm. All right. So you're going up and you're pulling out your rapier. You have your cunning, you have your slight your sneaky hands thing. You're going to pull out your dagger too? Or what are you doing? I'm going to stick with the rapier. Okay. My, my, well, never mind. Okay. So you got your rapier, you go charging head first into that. What happened to my music? Um, it doesn't right. like your house. So you have advantage on your first attack. Mm -hmm. So you get 2d20, and you roll them both at the same time, and you take the higher of the two. And by the way, guys, this is open. This opens, and you can put more stuff in there. If you want. Oh, you already put the card in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know you were going to put that one, so. 
Just in case everything is confiscated. My better one is a 12. It's a unicorn. Okay. Are these Alex's dice or are these your dice? So, you rolled a 12? Yeah. Alright, but your rapier has a plus 7 to hit. Oh, right now. Alright. So, 12 plus 7? 19. Alright, 19 definitely hits. Alright, so how much damage do you do? Uh, let me see, I'm doing. So, hit, that's 1d8 plus 4. Where's the, here we go. Nope, that's a 10. Oh, that's a 10? Yep. There you go, yeah. Eight. Now, you have your sneak attack. So sneak attack, when you hit, does 3d6 damage. So you're up to eight, so now do 3d6 more damage. Uh, just a question, do you require a physical component for cantrips and skills? Uh, depends. So if it says material component, so if it's a material component, that does not have a price value, no, I don't care. Okay. If it's got a price value, though, you don't necessarily, like, she has chromatic orb, and it requires a 50 gold piece gem. Gotcha. She doesn't have a bunch of specific gems in her pocket. She just subtracts 50 gold pieces from her That's stuff. Cool. Yeah, this is like a firefly. I'm just looking at light for her, because she doesn't have a firefly. Okay. So. Eight more, so 16 total. On, so, uh, 16 damage. So, she... Freaking bone arm. Yep. So, he comes running up to this guy. Jack Freak. And stabs him right through the chest, right into his heart. You see him turn up like this, and you see his bone hand kind of start to twitch a little bit, and he falls over dead. Nice. Just like that. Just like that. One down. Are these? Yeah, let's not get penisy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh? I think it was Alex. It always looks Alex's good at the start. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so you only spent 15 feet of movement. Uh-huh. You have 15 feet more if you want. If you want to move somewhere, yeah. back off. Yeah, retrograde. All right. Right. Five, because ten. I know this story. Fifteen. I start off like yeah, and then the next guy comes up and. Yep, gets you. So you have a bonus action still. So part of you being a rogue is you get to use a bonus action to do your uh, cunning action, dash, disengage, or hide. So you can move another 30 feet if you want. So you guys can move your figures if you want. I can lean over and move them. Whatever is easy. Yep. So, do I need to like go around these nope. guys? No, you guys can share squares one, with two, your allies. Three. Any deduction for diagonal movement or anything like that? Not if it's open space like this. So but from here to there, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like go around the corner. This is as far as I can go. Though. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Just climb the house. If I'm dash, dash is dash like. Double movement, or that was just an additional 30? Like, additional that was 30. It. Okay. That's it, yep. So if you used an action to dash, mm-hmm. and then you did a bonus action to dash, you can move 90 feet. Interesting. Now, now okay. would stack against your constitution now for the... No, not for him. That's just for turn. One turn. Okay. So if he did it again next turn, okay. and his constitution's plus two, yeah. the third turn, okay. we're going to start rolling to see if he's getting winded. Gotcha. All right. So you're done. Mm-hmm. Alessandra. I am going to walk up to the next guy with the flame tongue short sword. Okay. And 15, 20, 25, this guy? Yeah, I'm getting close. That guy's not dead, though. No. Yeah, that guy's dead dead on the ground. It's the next guy in line, so I don't have enough room to get to the Uh, ground. No, you're You're diagonal to him. I'm good. Okay, yeah. So you got your fancy new short sword? My fancy new short sword. I don't even have to light it on fire. It's already there. Okay, well, you have to use a bonus action to light on fire. So, light! You got a little button on the, on the bottom, like, like a lighter. Like, let's go! It's kind of windy, so you gotta. Yep. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. 
Okay, now I'm kind of wishing I just cut myself because that's so much easier. Well, you can. You get double. Oh, no, you only use one bonus action. So, bonus action. Shing. Snip, snip, snip. Finishing on flame. Flaming in. You come in and whack at him. Yes. And you have advantage. Yep. Right, 17 hits. Do some damage. You do an extra D6 because of the fire. So I think it's a D6 yeah. for your short sword. Right. Another D6 for the fire. Awesome. You already rolled your D6s? Mm -hmm. No, D6, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Two. You hit them. You definitely hit them. So now right. you got to roll your damage. <laughs> Five plus what's your damage for the short sword? Um, eleven. All right, eleven damage. All right, same thing with you. You come in, you saw him drop really quick with this guy, and you're like, man, that was pretty impressive. You just and ran. You're like, all right, shouldn't be a problem. Same thing. You come across him just right through his chest, and it, just, it sears open his chest, and the flames start licking at his body. And he starts freaking out. And he's like, ah! And it doesn't take him long before he's, he runs around, and he falls down, starts twitching on the ground dead. Pretty easy, huh? Totally easy, right? My tree. I'm blessing a third level plus for everyone. Everybody's getting blessed? Yes. Okay. Everybody is blessed. Chalk that third level spell slot off already. I gotcha. So, for those who don't know what that means, um, you add 1d4 on every attack roll or saving throw during the duration, and it's for a while. <laughs> So when you so attack, D4 and put it with your D20. yep. When you attack with your D twenty, you get to roll a D four in addition and add it to. So you are attack. every attack or one. Every attack. Okay. Jersey chicks. Until yep. <laughs> <laughs> until she gets hit. Until she gets whacked on the head and then she loses concentration. Because so now she's concentrating on it. Yep. All right. Are you staying there, Mitri? You're moving. Um, I'm good. All right. So these guys get knocked down. This guy thinking. You would think, man, I just saw two of my buddies just get one shot and just freaking like nothing. You would think. You'd think he'd run away. But this crazy look comes over his eye and he goes, he jumps right towards Alessandra. People that have removed their own appendages are often <laughs> not concerned like, with, yeah, not concerned with like, rational behavior. Him? I should talk to him about his feelings. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Tell me about with your, your father. Like, can you, you feel, feel this? <laughs> All right, so armor class, Alessandra. All right, so you see him come at you with this bony thing on his arm. It's, it's literally, it's his forearm. It's been cut and then shaved to a point. And you're kind of like, what the hell? And you're waving your flaming sword at him, trying to keep him away from you. And he's, he's trying, he's trying to jab you with his stub of a, whatever this thing is. And you're like, you're, it's almost comical. You're like, what the hell is going on? Right. And finally, you start waving your sword around, parrying him, and like you almost catch his sleeve on fire. And he's kind of like, ah, and he stays away. He, he didn't hit you. All right, Serena? Oh, no, I'm torn. I'm so torn. Sleep. I was thinking about it, trying to get the big guy. I want to know if he falls asleep, if the other guy just disintegrates. 
when someone's filed their own arm bones, I feel like like maybe pain compliance is not going to be effective. Right, I'm going to use dissonance for a shoulder lock on the guy who's like commanding them. Okay. What do I got to do? Um, I need a wisdom saving throw. All right, what's your DC? Scroll, 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 scroll. 14. All right, what does it do? Um, you do 3d6 damage, and you run away. 3d6, and he runs away? Yeah, it says, Muster immediately uses reaction to move as far as the speed allows. Oh, you want to roll your damage? I just rolled it accidentally. Sorry. 13. So, 13 damage, and he runs away? Yep. All right, so Serena points her finger at this guy. And she starts garbling in this strange, weird language. It's not, it's not um, like the gibberish he was in. It's not um, like aberrant language, because you guys, you, you guys, you guys can like peek your ears for a second, because you hear her start going like this strange language and guttural language. And she's pointing her fingers at this guy. No, she's pointing her finger at this guy. And. <laughs> You guys are listening because you, especially, you're like, mm, she <laughs> like maybe we should kill her. But then you're like, oh wait, no, I recognize that. It's a spell that you're familiar with. Okay. And you're like, oh, she knows it too. That's pretty cool. So how much damage again? Thirteen. So you do thirteen damage to him, and he runs away. His speed, right? Yeah. He gets he gets this crazy look on his eyes. He's like, oh, and he runs away. Oh, this is not roll down. Is it missing a 13? I was going to say, I can't find a damn 13. <laughs> you have anything to hold them, Alicia? What? No, I made him run away. I know you don't have anything to hold him. I made him run away. So you see him grab, grab his head like, no! And he's almost stabbed himself with his own kind of bony hand. He's like, ah! And he kind of freaks out and he starts running this way because there's more to run this way. So he runs that way. All right, Serena, are you moving? I know. I did. <laughs> I did like, I are you moving? Cookies? I know. I guess. I'm gonna figure what's wrong with him. I'm like, I did that. No, no. We think are you moving? Cursed. No, but I am gonna. Um, who's next? I did it. I did that. Too. I'm next. And then Sicarius with the town. So I'm gonna give. It's not Sicarius. It's right. It's hide on. Hide on. Wait on, wait on. We're going wait on. <laughs> wait on. Wait on. I'm giving you Bardic Inspiration. Please don't no. call. Please don't okay. lose this. I'm so sad. Yep. <laughs> that gives you an extra D8 to whatever you want. Your attack roll. Okay. Um, saving throw. Saving throw. Ability check. Mm -hmm. So you have to use it though within a minute or an hour or something. A minute. Okay. So she's inspiring you. Yep. You can inspire him. You can do it, you guy. Yeah. <laughs> Show me what you got. So I don't know who you are, but do it. If you want to hang out with us, you got to show us. Not any rolls. So not like your damage rolls. There are different things that a bard can do to like add it to your damage roll. But it's a different school. So she's more of a performer. So she's she's actually singing a tune. She's like, let's go, new guy. Let's go. And these can be rolled. These can be rolled. They don't have to be chosen before you make the roll. They can be added to it after. Yep. So you can roll and be like, oh man, I think I only need two to hit and roll. Cool. Thank you. So all right. So that's you. Like if you want to hang out with us, you got to show me what you got. Yeah right. Whatever you say, Johnny. It's it's time to buck up or shut up. All right, so, um, so this guy kind of stops and he shakes his head and he looks 
over you. Like he twitches, like he's like, ah, like I'm going to stab you with my arms. <laughs> and he points at you. you and as he points at you with his bony arms and he tries to jab you in the air, you hear him, this, that strange guttural talk again. And you hear him croak. Like you're going to go, <laughs> and it's like it, res- it echoes in your ears. And I need. I need a wisdom saving throw, Alicia. We're going to cook him. Saving throw for frog's legs? Wisdom. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hit those in his eyes. That's how he's hitting My saving throws are blanked out again. Every time I save my character sheet, my saving throws blanked out. Oh, no. So. You're a bard. I have a plus two ability modifier to wisdom. Okay, so it's at least plus two, but I don't know if bards are proficient in. Or not. <laughs> so, okay, so I think I just have dexterity. You know what's really funny? This sounds like Final Fantasy IX in the swamps where there's frogs. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. It might be. That's funny. I don't know. Um, just go ahead and give me a wisdom save. Add a plus two for your wisdom modifier. I think bards are charisma and dexterity, I think. So I don't think it's wisdom. Yeah, and then I also have... It's not an ability check, though. Dang. Wisdom saving throw. You said plus two, and then what? Just plus two. Fourteen. Fourteen? So this this croak that he kind of bells up out of his diaphragm, like all, all of you guys are like, what the hell is that? And you see Serena, her eyes going to get wide for a second. And you see, like, at first she was pointing at him, like, getting him to do your spell, whatever you're doing. And she freezes for a second. And she kind of, like, looks down at her hands. And she's like, why can't I move? And you, you see her focus on her finger, and she starts doing this. She's like, and she pushes through it. And she, you shake your head as you fight the effects of whatever spell he just, he croaked at you. And you see him kind of, like, ah! I got silence, you got silence. All right, not Securius. Your yeah, turn. Supposedly uh, <laughs> we can cast the spells. So what I'm gonna do is I think we can probably take him out, and then go the other one. That would be me. So I need to move him range, and I want to pull my bow out. Okay. And I want to take a shot at him. All right. D20 plus your to hit modifier. Twelve, and then my to hit would be plus four. Okay. For dexterity. Yep. Go so ahead. Sixteen. All right. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. And my damage on my longbow. Actually, I'm sorry. It's a plus seven to hit anyways on my longbow. That doesn't stack with my dexterity, right? No. No, it's already been added in. Total. Yep. Uh, one d eight plus four. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be eleven. Eleven. So he's up to twenty four damage. So you have two attacks per turn. Uh, with that was um, uh, melee only, I thought. Nope. Say anything? Yep. Well, I'm so you can shoot two bows. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'd be a nine plus seven, so a sixteen. Okay, sixteen hits. And then another eleven. Another eleven. He's up to twenty-four. All right. So you see the first arrow thud into his chest, and he kind of does this, and he's he starts trying to stab you from here with his bony arms. It's so weird to see this. And you're like looking at him like, what the f- 
is going on with this guy? <laughs> so then you load up your arrow again. You aim a little higher and right in the neck. And it goes... And he falls backwards. Okay. And last but not least, Eugene Wah, who is actually Idris. Idris, Idris, somehow. So you're kind of hiding over here behind the wall. You know you can hear some kind of tussling going on around here. You can't see it, but you know something's going on right around the corner. Give me a perception check. <laughs> oh, not, not you, I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, uh, hold on, it's 13. Okay. You see the guy in front of you on the ground as you're kind of dancing with this guy, the one that he killed? See that bluish ooze that was in his eye start to kind of pulsate? It's just a, if it's not your stuff. You're like, eh? No, 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 I mean, like, is it, once I use it? No, no, no. Okay. You just, all you do these bodies are getting checked. So you see where it says four spots, three spots, four spots. That's how many no, I get it. When somebody does try to stick me with a shot, they're going like. I'm gonna bone them back. I don't get any close and tight with people with shaved yep. bones. Yep, you can move. Where do you want to move? Five, ten, fifteen, thirty. Okay, so I want to. We just met. Right. Okay. No, Alright, so you cast Magic Missile. Magic Missile's cool in that you never miss. It always hits. The only way it can be blocked is if you're fighting a magic user who has the ability to cast shield. Okay. And then it blocks it. Um, we said 6.30 for dinner. Okay, 6.30 for dinner. That's what Alicia's setting up time right now. Alright, so you're casting as a first level. Yes. So cool thing with sorcerers and wizards, spellcasters, you could upcast it. So that's what she did when she cast Bless. Bless is actually first level. But she's got an ability, if you read on the spell, it says if you cast this at a higher level, you can bless an extra person for every spell level you use. Okay. So first level, it's three people, right? Uh, at yes. second level, it's four people. Four. At third level, it's five people. Yes. So that's why she was able to bless everybody except for herself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for you, Magic Missile, if you cast it at first level, you get, whatever, five darts or two darts or three darts. Or I get three. Three darts. At second level, you might get four darts. Right? Does it say at the Probably. bottom at higher levels? Oh yes, higher at higher levels. Higher. One more dot. One more dart for each slot. Okay, so you you hear these you see these bodies that are already down with your new allies. You're like, I don't think I need to waste a, something really good on this guy. So either either that or a cantrip. Oh okay. So your mind sliver was the one that was hi highlighted for you. Oh yes. Mind Sliver, yeah, is a newer one, so I'm sorry I don't have that one. But the description should be there on your first page. On the first page, okay. Yep. Oh, here we go. Okay, okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, so what happens? Tell me what, what's going on, because I don't know that spell very well. Um, it says, target within 60 feet that can hear you okay. must make a DC 14 intelligence saving throw or take two 
d6 psychic damage and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw before the end of its next turn. Okay, so I'm going to say give me an insight check. And you are blessed, so you get D4, right? <laughs> She's a very insightful. Okay. Yeah, it's not gonna matter, you got a crit. So you look at these guys, and as soon as you turn the corner and you get a good idea of what's going on, you're like, Oh yeah, there's a reason I'm here. And you kinda get that feeling too, you're like, something Weird from the far realm is affecting these guys. It's the only type of people other than demons and fiends that will compel someone to want to cut their own arm off and sharpen it into a blade. That's creepy. That's yeah. freaking weird. And that's aberrations or that's fiends. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm so, so normally I rolled my DC and I saved. Okay? So that means nothing happens because I saved. Okay. But you recognize what's going on here. And for a split second, this guy stops tussling with Alessandra and locks eyes with you. And you can sense this weird connection. Like you're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something weird. Something yeah. weird's going on. But he fights through it. You're not, your mind silver doesn't work. Now look at it. Does the mind silver do any damage on a save? Okay. Most cantrips, if I save, nothing happens. Most spells, though, if I save, you might still do half damage to me. Okay. Didn't you okay. roll that 20? Not to attack. That was, that was her insight check. Oh, that was insight. That's how she's got this connection now, and she sees that aberrations are involved. So that's how she comes in. All right, so top of the round, second round. Only six seconds has gone by. All this has happened in six seconds. Okay? And it's back up to Zuno. All right, then. You still hear, you still hear some clinging and clanging and yelling from around the corner. All right, so I'm going to move to the corner. But I'm going to hang back and observe for a moment. Okay. Because I don't. This is too freaking easy. All right. Give me a perception check. All right. Hold on. Oh, crap. I'm very unwise. <laughs> Believe in you, Zuno. That's all right. All right. So my passive perception. Passive perception? Minus one. No, just minus roll one. d20 okay. and minus one. So... That'd be a 14. That's still not bad. Adjusted 14. From where you're at right here, you see right here another house on the edge. Uh-huh. And you see this guy looking through the window, watching. And his eyes are wide. And he's doing this number. And he's, he's squinting. And he goes... And he gets, his eyes go really wide for a second. He closes the windows and you hear this... Alright. So, you know there's a human in there somewhere. Alright. A normal looking human. Right. Yeah. And who doesn't... Who appears to like be freaked out by this. So... Well, something's going to happen in a second. You hear some... Greetings, citizen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome. Hail. All right, you're up again. I don't have grapple. I mean, I don't have the ability to do that, but... I mean, you can do, like, an athletics check and... I kind of want to, like... Hit him down. You hear the strange cracking sound coming from the body to the, on the ground next to you. Oh. Oh, they're going to rise. Hell. Oh, oh, man. Don't be going all xenomorph on us. <laughs> okay. All right. So now I'm going to back up. Is okay. grapple like an ability? Or is grapple like is a contested strength zone. check. Okay. So I would roll an athletic check. You'd roll an athletic check. But that doesn't stop us from fighting each other. Correct. 
It just means you hold me and my movement becomes zero. Gotcha. I can still stab you, you can still stab me, it just, it's weird. So we have no, yeah, so that wouldn't stop him from attacking. Nope. Right, alright. So what does Valtrex say to you? Valtrex. I'm gonna back that. Oh, that's a good one. Kill can him. I talk, can I talk to him? Destroy him. Alright, I'm gonna do what he tells me to do. <laughs> and I'm just gonna have to kill him. Like, we'll be done. Alright. Do you have more than one attack? Do you have more than one attack per turn? Yes, I do. Okay, did you attack twice last time? I don't think you did. Alright, go ahead. Go ahead and roll an attack. I'll tell you right now. I'm pretty sure you do. Look on the very first page. It'll say in actions in the box. Yeah, I have two attacks. Two attack protection. Yep. Thank you. Alright. We're going to take shots? Give you the straws. I'm down for the shots idea. Give oh. more specific. I got a straw right here. I was about to take it out of my cup and I'm like, what do you want my straw for? Want to take shots? Yeah. Oh, we did last week. Oh, last time. Don't eat all my straws. Don't eat all my straws. This is my sweet candy. That's my favorite. Is that your favorite? Are you kidding me? You guys didn't eat all my damn sweet straws? The ropes are the best. The filling inside. Alright, go for it, Alessandra. Yeah, Sorry, I guess I'm not going to get on me in my own damn candy. Sorry. What am I rolling again? You're attacking. Okay. Alright, that's a hit. So roll ahead and roll damage, and you're still on fire, so roll out a d6. So two d6s. So you've been parrying with this guy already, and finally, like his sleeve just keeps on getting caught on fire, and you see it arcing up his body and starting to catch. And he's aware of it, but kind of oblivious to it. Like he's fighting it, but he's not. Like he's like can't help it. And finally, he looks down and goes, "Oh!" And that's when you take your chance, just right from collarbone to chest, and you just and he falls over dead. Okay. I don't, I don't have, and my second thing is to move back. I'm backing up. Because I hear this one. You said I hear this one over here talking. No. Cracking. Crack. crack lacking Yeah. I, I want to be that close if dude's crack-a-lacking. Okay. <laughs> so. Coward. So. Oh, I forgot to read all this stuff. Oh. Uh, <laughs> dang it. Oh. Hey, Johnny, do, do I need to, like, use an action to just... Shout to these guys like, "Hey, I see somebody in this." Nope, house. that's a reaction. I'm just giving them a warning. Okay, like so we're being observed that's in this house there. Yeah, yep. like next door over here. Okay, so we're being observed from the building at twelve o'clock. I forgot the. I'm gonna read it anyways because it's creepy. So <laughs> there are three guys that have come around the corner. So, so I'm doing a published for everybody that's listening. I'm doing a published adventure from Nirzagol. It's a it's a little thing that he put together or he or she. I don't know who it is, but. Um, I liked it. I was reading it. Um, but there are no descriptive text boxes. So I had to go in here and highlight all the stuff that I wanted to read. But it's cut up. So I didn't realize there was a break in this. So rewind a little bit. So one of them has a chain around his neck, which is attached to another of the cultist's wrists. The chained man has both of his eyes removed, but sitting in one of them is a strange globule of dark blue gel with something dark swimming within. His fingers have all been sharpened to the bone, giving him a terrifying set of claws as his weapons. The man leading the chained cultist wields a sword made from nothing but bone. 
Around his neck is a string of frog skeletons that have been haphazardly sewn together. He also wears a painted wooden mask that looks like a frog. The final cultist is using a blood-stained flail whose head is a skull. The skull has teeth embedded into the bone, and when the man screeches, it is clear who they once belonged to. During the battle, they cry out, For the Golgoroth sacrifices! Flesh for his spawn! And other such mantras. <laughs> mantras. So now they're dead. Okay? Um, as you guys are watching, though, a few moments, few moments afterwards, the back of the cultist's head begins to bulge. Even though he is dead, his body begins to thrash wildly. His skull continues to swell, and after a few more seconds, there's a sickening crack, and a frog-like creature comes bursting out of the back of his head. Nice. It has a few small tendrils on its back, and its eyes are empty sockets. It is a bit smaller than your typical bullfrog at this point, but just looking at it fills you, fills you all with dread. Immediately afterwards, the door of the nearby house flies open, and a man comes charging out, screaming, Don't kill it! Don't! Just wait! Well, it's a frog. I was just going to goose it with a stick. Frog legs. Frog legs. What do you mean, don't kill it? Wee oui, wee. Oui. All right. So the guy comes running out. So it was, it was one of these guys. We'll say it was this guy over here. And this guy comes running over. And he's got a wash basin in his hands. And he's like looking at you guys. Wait! No, no, no! Do we have, does anybody react? Yeah. I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Um, he's got a wash basin. He's going to like jump on it really quick. Are you guys trying to kill the frog? You're trying to my stop him? You're trying to do anything at all? I want my foot is hovering over the frog. You say if it's contained in a wash basin, I run like, over and my we can always kill it after. Let's see what this yeah, guy's got to say. Let's see what this guy's We need information, and this is the first person that we might be able to get to talk to us. Would I know anything about the situation based off of our feelings about the... Give me a... Well, you already know what's going on. You're like, this has something to do with the far ones. This is something weird. This is what this is their motif. Mind flayers and Cthulhu-type creatures will usually take control of other humanoids with things like slugs or whatever, or they will actually totally replace their entire brain and replace it with another creature. That's up to you. Well, let's remember if all tracks. So you're an aberrant sorcerer. So somehow the far realm energy has affected you. How you feel about that is up to you. Her personal mind player said to kill it. Well, crap. Um, so you hear in your mind, wait. Oh, oh. I heard well, wait. Sorry, <laughs> You just trust this man. All right. Are good? This is a dead mind player that was played open on his mind. Look, he's, he's never steered me wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. So far. So in the far. five days that he's been whispering in the back of her head. He sounds like a size so an older round bellied man stumbles out into the streets with a wash basin in his hands and runs over to the frog creature. Clean frog. We need it alive if you're going to defeat the beast, he cries as he throws the wash basin over the frog, preventing its escape. That is, assuming you're here to kill the Golgoroth, right? Sure, yeah. He looks at you with desperation, and he jumps on the frog, and he puts the wash basin over it. I mean, we have to figure out what's going on in the city to be able to give. He what we sits need, on the wash so basin, and he starts. He starts doing this number, like. <sighs> and he looks up, and he looks at the bodies, and he goes. He just kind of a single tear kind of comes from his eye, and he goes, oh, "Alas, I knew him well. 
Anybody? No. Name? Macbeth? Hamlet? <laughs> Hamlet, right? Alas. Alas, Horatio. Horatio, thank you. <laughs> Yorick was his name. Yorick. The dead guy. Yeah. Oh, no, Yorick. So, what are you guys doing? You guys, this guy's just sitting in the wash basin, pinching his nose, looking up, Explain. and he's... Alright, so he goes, well, well where, where should I start? Who, the beginning. Are you here to, to free us from this wrath of this creature? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 the Are you the sack? The tank. No. Oh, the tank. you're the tank of Atlas. Yeah. yeah. But the sack of Atlas has more leeway. Yeah, that's true. Um, so this is the mayor, um, oh. and I, I lied. This this actually called Golden Leaf Village, not whatever I called it. Gold okay. Bright City. Bright. No, it's yeah, called Golden Leaf Village. Now we know. What does that change? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Um, so he's a mayor. His name is Hal Nilo. Um, he says, oh, Our town has been under siege from these cultists for a few weeks now. My own people, who I, I assure you would never hurt a fly, just began wandering off into the woods in a daze and coming back as these savage monsters that can no longer be called humans. At first, when they returned, they seemed, they seemed strange, but not completely mad, not slicing off their own hands. They tried to recruit others to come with them, and a few actually followed. Later, they returned more violently, their minds withering away. They demanded new townsfolk go with them or face the consequences. We fought back the first time they came. Five of us were left for dead, and another four were dragged off into the forest. He points at the man with the bone claws. That's one of them that was taken in the first attacks. Jeremiah Morrell, I, I grew up with him. Now the people of our town are too terrified. and We've seen this happen before to one of them. The frog thing. The frog hopped off into the forest, going back to its mother, I assume. If you follow the frog, I'm sure it will lead you to the mother. The cultists, they call this creature the, the Golgoroth. Give me a history check. Okay, so you recognize the name of the Golgoroth. The Golgoroth is a frog-like creature. It's an old one. It's a massive, massive creature with no eyes and tentacles that come out of the back. And it spreads its spawn by implanting tadpoles, tadpoles into people. And very dangerous. Obviously, the real Golgoroth is not here because it's like gargantuan. It's like the size of a house. Um, unless it is, you probably would have sensed it. You probably would have sensed it too. Um, but it might explain what happened to your wizard friend. If he heard about it, maybe he thought he could put an end to it himself. If she knows what the Golgoroth is, would she also know how to get it out of people who are taken over by? Um, give me a medicine check. No, that's for attacks and saving throws. No, you don't know. Once the tadpole, you're pretty sure once the tadpole has burrowed its way into the subject's brain, yeah, 
it it's basically gone. takes over. Yeah. Um, so they only survive. So he, you, so you recognize the description. So you say normally the avatar of a Golgoroth will be a frog the size of about a wagon, with nothing but empty sockets where the eyes should be, four massive tentacles that extend out of its back that lash out wildly, with spikes of bone that run down the length of its spine. It's a beast of legend. It's a nightmare. It is a truly nightmare. Um, and more things will come into play later on if you guys decide to go kill the same. Let's do it. Um, he does say, do you guys inquire about your wizard friend? Yeah, yes. absolutely. It so his name is Sirith. Okay, S-Y-R-I-T-H. Okay. And uh, <laughs> um, he tells you, he says, oh, yes, he, he's from this town. He, he came back for some wood for a wand, right? That's, yeah, yeah that's right. seriously, he, he came and he left to try to put an end to the evil, but but he never came back. He is quite strong, I'm sure, but but if he has not returned, and I'm, I feel like that means the creature is powerful enough, or perhaps the wizard is still out there and he needs your help. Do you know which way he went? Into the woods, following the frogs. Follow the frog. Follow the frog that you want us to follow. Can we like tie a rope around? That's exactly what I want to do. I have animal friendship. I can charm it. Yeah, but if you charm it, will it go where it's supposed to go? We should just like tie a rope around it. It's charmed. It's my friend. I can be like, hey, lead us to the. He goes. Either way, this is a menace. I'm, I'm short money wise, but I'd be willing to pay you three hundred gold, and we have an antique weapon. That has been passed down in my family for generations. That it has been seen no use. I'm not a fighter, so I would be willing to part with this weapon and 300 gold if you are able to to vanquish this beast and bring back proof that you killed it. Well, what do you need for proof? <laughs> because I can tell you, you have know, you ever seen this thing? We're <laughs> we're kind of muscled up, but we're not hauling, you know, a. a a fucking half-ton frog carcass. <laughs> you know. Have you ever seen or this what? thing? An eyeball? We could just bring you something and you won't even know. So you describe it, and he's nodding the entire time. He's like, yes, that's what we've heard is described. And he goes, well, yes, any trophy from the creature will suffice as long as our people stop coming back deranged and wanting to cut their bodies apart. That would be proof enough for me, yeah. Okay. okay. And Mayor, so when we want to come back to get the gold and this this weapon, this your house right here, right? Yes, this is my house. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> They'll be moving while we're gone. <laughs> you got any, do I see an ADT sign anywhere? Yeah. No. No. Also, let's copy down whatever this, these guys were scrawling, inscribing, let's copy that down so we will recognize it in the future and... So you recognize all the glyphs and stuff. Oh, okay. got it. Yeah, right on. Mental image. Yeah. Scam shot. Um, and then I also can recall anything I've heard or seen like, in the past. Just months, like in so. Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yeah. What's he doing with that car door? That's evidence. Yep. All right. So he goes, oh, I'm so glad you six have arrived at our time of need. What else can I do to aid you in your quest? And you guys hear a thump, and he goes... Uh, we probably should get you on the road because, from what I understand, these these frogs grow pretty quick. So you gonna try to? So is he gonna give the... me a gift? Oh. You gonna charm it? What? Yeah. So I said, can 
If you succeed, three hundred gold and a family heirloom. If you succeed, we got any potions? We don't have any potions. <laughs> Do you have a um, a uh, magically locked door or container? That I <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No, I, I'm afraid I don't. All right, let the frog loose. <laughs> All right, wait, let's tie a rope around it or let's charm it. Yeah, I'll charm it. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going to animal friendship it. Animal friendship? Yeah. Give me a insight check. Get your ropes ready. Oh, why? He's a beast. He's not a beast. Frogs aren't beasts? You laugh at her. Alright, so I'll go ahead and get my This is no beast. It's not a beast. A normal toad might be a beast. This isn't... Inspiration for you. Yes. That was perfect. Okay, I guess no. I won't charm it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an aberration. It's not a beast. Serena just looks at her like, she's she fucking laughing. <laughs> she didn't just laugh at you. She laughed at you. She cackled at me. Yeah, that was a good laugh. <laughs> you start to smell this like really stinky smell towards you. Your pheromones are kicking in now. Like, oh, oh, she's mad. No, you ready? Fish oil. Well, I know fish oil. After, I, after I saw you playing, I mean, I had sushi for three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you know, you know what? I use my rope to, to tie the lead to it, and then we can prevent it from getting too far ahead. All right. So, it's about this big. Yeah. Okay. So, you, the, the rope itself is probably about that thick. I mean, as long as we can keep a, like a harness. Surely there's something around that we can like make. I mean, Mayor, do you have any um, hefty rope or anything? Well, you guys definitely have some hefty rope. That's what I'm saying. All we need is twine. We want smaller rope. Do you have any twine? Wait a minute. Oh, I was thinking the opposite. We have a party of females. Can someone spare like one lock of your hair? Now? Have you seen this? <laughs> no. I mean, it's not like you're Samson, right? Wait, I have a necklace. I don't know. Okay. We can put around it. A necklace? There you go. A can chain. Steal it. Okay. I have this chain. Okay. Can we just, like, pull strands off of part of the rope? Like, like slice it off? Make it a little thinner? Oh, yeah? Okay. Is it, like, break okay. the rope? You yeah. can try to braid a rope. It's a hemp rope. So, okay. yeah, you can try so to braid it. Untwine it. Untwine okay. it a little bit. So, then give me a sleight of hand check. Ball Who's ball doing it? I can I'll do, do it. it. Um, are you skilled in sleight of hand? I don't know. I am not. I, I think I am. Let me check. Yeah, nice. I got plus three. Yes! I am skilled in sleight of hand. Do you want to help oh. me? I got plus ten with that. So, oh, now. I have a plus seven. So, the way that we do this when there's a big group of people want to do the same thing, basically, you guys pick one person to do it. And everybody else that's trained in it gives him an extra plus one. If you're trained in it and you want to help him and it's something you can help him with, she can roll a d20. And if she rolls a 10 or higher, you get advantage when you roll. I rolled a 10. 
Okay. So now when you roll, you have you advantage with your sleight of hand. All right, and I got plus ten on sleight of hand. All right, that's pretty so, good. Uh, natural twenty. So you guys see him kind of we sit back. We have the best twine <laughs> ever. He sits back, closes his eyes, takes the hemp rope with his eyes closed. He's like, all right, guys. He's like, yeah. he's like I was a Boy Scout. I and was in the Atlantean Scouts. He's yeah. like, yeah. He starts falling asleep. He's like, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. It's hemp rope. There you go. All right, actually, so make... He actually just makes it into a lasso. makes, like, a little frog sweater. With a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? That's uh, squaring out with two half hitches. There you go. There you go. Boom. <laughs> so, how are you going to get this on this frog? Somebody hold him. Is there a trick to it? Okay. And then somebody put it on. You grab okay. and squeeze and slip it. Okay. All right. So, who's going to do it? Don't touch its skin. You got Somebody says you got to pick him up and put the thing on Wear gloves. No love, no love. <laughs> Where else you need Beltrix? Oh, no, we're going back to Beltrix, yeah. <laughs> um, Idris. Amanda. <laughs> 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 like, that's trying to read. No, you're good. Give me a Arcana check. Your force. Don't forget about your force. Oh, right. I didn't need okay. You guys, you hear them talking about, yeah, just somebody pick it up and put the thing, and you're like, uh, no, we don't want to touch it. Don't want to touch it. Don't want to touch it. What if we both use Mage Hand? Don't touch it. You probably use Mage Hand. Yeah. Okay. You okay. use one, I use the other. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <sort of>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys cast Mage Hand, so this, this beautiful, ethereal, aquatic hand appears, and yours is like this black, inky... Looking purplish <laughs> tentacle, almost tentacles oh, instead of fingers. And these, so these two hands appear, and you guys are looking at her like, <laughs> and the again, the mayor's like, Doom. and he's like, um, can I get off this thing now? Are you ready? Ready? So he stands up really quick and he takes the wash basin off, and it's already grown like an inch and a half. It's gotten big. Yeah. So let's say, give me. You're going to try to grapple this thing, so... But it's using your mind with your magic. So give me Arcana checks. Both Utes. I also have Mage Hand if you guys need extra. Does 14. Does Bless help with ability checks? No. Okay, 18. Alright, you got him. So you grab it first, and it kind of holds a leg, and you see the tentacles on his back go like this and try to stab you in the arm, in the he hand. Fucking try. In the, in the Mage Hand. And you come around from the other side, and you grab it, and these tentacles start kind of st- starting to stab you both. And you hear it going... Burr, burr, burr. I squeeze harder. Oh, so this is not a regular frog. <laughs> no, this it's not a regular frog. Demon frog. So you're going to yeah. put the lasso, kind of lasso it around it, and not touch, touch it, it, right? Yeah. yeah, don't touch it. So you, you bring the lasso closer, like this is the frog. You're like this far away, and you can see these tentacles... Reaching for you. I can use like a stick to like get the lasso Here, on and then we'll just be smart. It up. You just hold the lasso still and we'll <laughs> insert the frog into we'll yeah. the frog, not we'll the lasso. Insert, for you. insert yeah. the frog. Insertion All right. of the frog. So the frog has been inserted. So <laughs> you, you tighten right. it down a little bit, you tug on it, and the noose starts getting closer around the, the frog neck. Um, how long the rope Leg, is this? Not the neck. Leg? This okay. thing grows and, and there's, it's going to like choke out. All right, so we're on the leg. <clears throat> so how much leeway do you have on it? As much as we need. <laughs> we need 20 feet? 20 feet? 20 feet? 20 feet sounds good. All right, so you got 20 feet of twine that's tied to this frog's leg. You guys let it go? We're going. 
Everyone, we're yeah, we're All right, so you drop it. It falls around. It has no eyes, guys, okay? You see it, its head kind of just turned towards you guys for a second, and its tentacles kind of go like this Shit. and look at you. We all just look away. <laughs> and then it starts hopping off. It starts hopping off into the woods. I see nothing. Can I use the telepathy helmet on it? No. I can read thoughts. Can I use that? Hey, so anybody got, got a cleaver, a saw, something like that? So can you do me a favor? Because a rapier is not really covered. Hack off a couple of them pointy bones. Because I might need this for a disguise later. Do these guys have any kind of <laughs> distinctive apparel? I'm not. I'm yeah. not sharpening my own hands. Black robes. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna swipe a black robe. Okay. And, so we'll uh, say that was you guys been hack doing off that. Some some bone. So I can just, you know, just like pull my hands up. That's right. Oh, hey, fellas, it's me. My God, I've never Where's your seen. You're back, finally. Acting like this before. <laughs> All right. So there was nothing on the bodies of the guys other than the, the crazy crap that they had. Um, so. Um, Except for the mask. So the one guy had that weird mask on. And that's, yeah, you want the mask. So whatever, I'm, whatever I would practically need in assessing them to just, you know, be able to disguise myself as a frog cultist. Okay. Other than actually, you know, maiming, maiming myself. Because, I mean, Zuna will get into the role, but there's well, limits, wanna, right? You don't want to right? I'm not a method actor. <coughs> I'm not De Niro. Yeah. Well, you're about to be Jim Carrey with that mask on. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so other okay. than that, there's nothing else. There's no money on them at all. Um, you guys can chop off a couple of the, the limbs, and now you got some bony, bloody... Perfect. Here you go. Delicious. Tourniquet. Thank you so much. Tourniquet. <laughs> tourniqueted. <laughs> tourniqueted arms. One for each arm. <laughs> so, all right. Great minds. <laughs> So you might want to write down that you have these bones so that you don't forget. Oh, the I'll mask remember. And the okay. and well, the yeah, let me write it down. And the mask. Nope. We nope, you're good. Move to a different, uh, we are now in Star Wars. Long, 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 long. So, <laughs> I have taken us through. The you guys are following this frog. Let me read this really quick. So the frog keeps a steady path and dodges obstacles despite its lack of eyes. The tentacles on its back dance around in the air as it leaps, occasionally striking out at insects and latching on before the creature consumes them. While the town was quite pleasant, the, the lands around it quickly turned gloomy. So remember, you're going outside of the light. You're going into the darkness now. The shadows stretch longer than they should. What flowers there are smell foul rather than pleasant, and woodland creatures are nowhere to be seen. After 15 minutes of this, the frog has nearly doubled in size. It continues on with a swift and confident determination. You begin noticing disturbing things, such as strips of human flesh nailed to trees using nails that are certainly made of bone. Yeah. There are scattered fire pit remnants that contain scorched bones, both animal and human in nature. Birds sit in the trees, eyeless, and giving out sounds of anguish rather than a pleasant chirp, almost as if they are taunting the party. Right. Yep, the house is gone. Damn. And there's there a serious bone theme with these. They got a, they got a fetish. They got a good boner. 
Was hält das bitte jetzt? Well! Oh, you're dead. That's one. <laughs> uh, how much damage was that? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. <laughs> so, a bit further onward, you spot. Oops. Did anything happen over there? Mm-mm. Okay. Good. Don't give anything away. I don't worry. <laughs> I saw it all. <laughs> a bit further onward, you spot movement up ahead. Two cultists are hunched over what appears to be a dead deer on the forest floor. One has a needle and thread, and the other holds a vicious-looking saw. As the party grows near, as you grow near, the cultists turn their direction and draw weapons. Unless you're trying to be stealthy, you're following a frog on twenty-foot lead string. You're probably you're probably not being too stealthy. Oh, they're froggy. As you grow near, the cultists turn their direction and draw weapons. One using an executioner's axe, while the other holds what it seems to be a club with rib bones shoved through the wood, forming sharp spikes. The dead deer stands up as well. This monstrosity is an insult to the gods themselves. An open wound in its side shows where the ribs have been removed and are now sewn along its back, forming a set of spikes. Its antlers are sharp at the jagged point, and its eyes, while still intact, appear to be bleeding. There are distinct wounds and stitches around the deer's back legs as if they had been hacked off and hastily reattached. It is also partially covered in a dark blue slime-like substance. Again with the bones. This is not a substance. So I'm trying to shatter. (laughs) Poor deer. Should I make her a frog invisible so he doesn't get hurt? I think if any frogs, I think if any, yeah, remember what happened last time I wanted to shatter? Y'all held me back and I could have saved us with all that trouble. So, froggy... Froggy's going to be 20 feet ahead, and I'm going to use, I'm going to use... Any frogs that come out of these guys, we should just kill. Yeah. We already have our, 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 we have our, we don't need any more frogs. For that matter, we need to like just, you know, we got the frog on the lead. Just tie him off to a, a branch or something. I mean, it's a frog. He's acting like pulling you know, sapling over. I'm your, I'm your ex All right. It is 6.20, so we can take a break and snack really quick before we resolve this, because obviously this is going to be combat. This is going to resolve into combat. Rise of the Atlanteans will be right back after we take a short break after these messages. So come back and play with us in a minute. Thanks, guys. We are back from our break. She was a a genuinely nice girl. That's good. Yeah, I needed that. Yeah. It was it was actually lucky that we, we met yeah, when we I'll she give, met me two so like, like an hour or something like that. Before yeah, it's, like, it's like a minute of combat. Oh, minute. She would have ten yeah. rounds. It's probably gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. The bardic inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. I'm nice but very forward. <laughs> and the other bless thing is I still present. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Mine's a fighting right the now. The frog got him. Everybody. <laughs> 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 
everyone we meet immediately wants to attack us. Yeah. This no. is, that's man, it's a like, sign. Kinda. I mean, technically the first person we met was that angel dude. Uh, yeah, he, he probably yeah. wanted to attack right. us. He just, you know, morally didn't. All right, while we're waiting, everybody roll initiative. Frog string. <laughs> well, I mean, it was my idea, but that, you know, I'm, I'm more of a big, big picture guy, but sure, I guess I was holding the frog leash. Serena? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Maitri? Uh, 17. Alessandra? One. That one? No, wait. Yeah, that one, but. Or... Yeah, one. Oh, no. One. Oh, dear. Um, You're going to watch everything happen. Sicarious? She likes 23. to watch. 23. Yeah. 23. Matthew. <laughs> okay. I really love your number. Amanda? Plus 20. 20. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Alright, let me roll for my strange undead elk. <clears throat> and these are orcs. They're very slow orcs. Oh god, my laptop's going to die. Um, plug it in. I will. Plug it in. I forgot um, I brought my charger. <laughs> you can't plug it in here. Question about arrows. You gotta, you gotta hand it to um, one of them and have it plug it in right by your feet, right in front of you on the table. No, I do. Eric. Oh, not Eric. I'm sorry. There's a frog right in front of you. Yep. Um, speaking of bows and arrows. If it bothers your foot, just Oh, no, it's just. So I've got some bigger dice. Well, here, no, I got it right here. So I'm, I have bigger dice upstairs. So it's a six right now. Every time you roll a one when you attack, knock it down to five. Okay. When you get to one and you have one arrow, that means you basically have one arrow left. Okay. When you when you get to the dice, that's okay. you want. That's because way. after you're shooting, you're picking up your arrows that's and reusing yeah, all the stuff. Yep. Yep. Usage dice. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. Wow. wow. All right. Yeah, you like that? Somebody's getting some. <laughs> all right. So. That's Alicia so when she came to contact Jeremy Renner. Kelsey. Jeremy Renner is the epitome of conspiracy. She's like, oh, yeah, Kelsey's at home sick after this scene. So this giant elk that's got its rib cage coming out of its spine stands up. The frog is indicated by that red thing right there, and it's at a twenty-foot leash right now that he's holding on to. Because he's point man right now. Um, so you guys are going to have to figure out what you want to do with this thing while it continues hopping. You're going to yank it. You're going you're gonna to try to hold on to it. You're going to let it go. Tie it off. Tie it a, off somewhere. A rock, a branch, something. Tie it off. So. so all right. So, so these are orcs, but they're orc cultists. So they look the same as the other guys that you fought earlier. They've got these black cowls on, um, but they've got bigger weapons and they're, they're meaner looking. So, yep. So that thing is standing up and hobbling towards you. So, first up is 
Hudon. Uh, Hudon, Hudon. Thirty. I might as well go in. So I go. So one, two, three, four, so, five. Right. That'd be only yeah, five. Yeah, these are five foot squares. So there's trees Just along here. Um, they're very skeletal and base trees. This, like you can see, this is very dark and shadowy looking. There's a crevasse over here. It looks like uh, a river runs through it. What's wrong with my crevasse? Crevasse. Crevasse. You don't like my crevasse? Crevasse. Um, and this is the trail that you guys were kind of following coming this way. Um, light, light foliage, so nothing that's going to really inhibit you from seeing them or doing anything. Okay. So you're good enough close and personal. Yeah, I think I might need to. Um, so I'll do, I'm going to use my um, short sword. Okay. Make an attack, I'm likely going to be two, but I'll start with the first one. Yep. You may make two attacks rather than one, so I guess when I'm, when I'm making an attack, I have to make both of them. Yep. So I'll make both against uh, 13 and the 7, however, it's plus 7 to hit. So what's so your total? You 20 and then a 14. <laughs> All right, so the 20 hits, um, the 14, actually, no, the 14 hits, too. Okay, and then it is 1d6 plus 4 piercing. Piercing or slashing? You're looking at your bow or your short sword? It's short sword. Yeah, uh, okay. And then um, there's a plane of warrior. Bonus action turns your attack to force damage as well, so it's an additional d8. Okay. So, so d6 plus 4. This is... I think that's a six. Like a one. Oh, it's a one? Okay. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty low, but that's plus four, so that's five each, so ten, plus a D8. Seven, so seventeen. Nice. Seventeen. You guys see him just run up and just start skewering this dude. Yeah. Don't forget your D force. Hmm. No, you're not blessed anymore. What? It's been 15, 20 minutes. It's an hour. For bless? Mm -hmm. I think it's a minute here. An hour. It's a minute. Just like that. Baby powder. Time is relative. Yeah, right. So it's been an hour and one minute. Isn't a minute ten rounds? It's been an hour and one minute. Isn't it ten rounds? What? Yes, ten rounds is one minute. We're in a new ground to Alright. Not Hujinwa. Uh Idris, what are you doing? You see your buddy run right up there and just start skewering this guy like it's nothing. Okay. He's got this big old bony axe and he's moving lumbersome. Like he's, you guys can tell now, they really mess up their bodies and it affects their motor skills. So he's chopping them like it's cool. Okay, on who? On um, Okay, what's the range? 60 feet. Okay, it should be good. No, it's common. Alright, so what happens? Is Ray of Frost a spell slot or a cantrip? It's a cantrip. Okay. It has a attack roll. What does it say? Make a range spell attack. Okay. So d20. Okay. That's a D12. Wrong guy. Oh, wrong one. Yep. You're good. Let's go. Oh, 
like the D12. Four. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bad, but that was a better roll. Uh, <laughs> totally got you, that's great. So this might be a plus two, but it's probably not going to matter. Yep, so under your spell casting stuff, probably on the second page, it'll say plus six. Okay. So ten. So you kind of start stepping forward to get a better shot at this guy. And Maitri is kind of oblivious. She's blonde. So she's like, Actually, I got you guys. And she kind of steps right in front of you as you go. And you're like, ah! And you angle it far right. Far right. So it, it, it ricochets and comes off this way and just barely misses him. Maitri is like... What, are you moving or are you staying there? Um, oh. <laughs> I... I'm gonna move. Isn't okay. that wonderful? That is. Yeah, I just, I'm just reading glasses. Likely don't like it in the kind of. I need to. Okay. So where you're at is probably pretty good, actually. Okay, I'll stay there. Yeah. Maitri, now that you've interrupted her icy blast, what are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> you interrupted my icy blast. <laughs> she goes, what was that? Am I cold, guys? Anyone is it cold? <laughs> I feel something. I don't know what it is. Um, I Did guess you mess up my hair? Go. So, um, well, since they're not blessed, I mean, blessing would help, right? I don't think you should waste it. No, yeah, probably waste it. not. A no, we We're about to fight a big frog nightmare. Yeah, because nobody's <laughs> using it anyway. Yeah. Um, These things go down. Oh god! Sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna, Never I'm gonna shoot back. it with my guiding bolt. Okay. Go ahead, roll with that. I'll bring your icy glass. I'll bring your TV. <laughs> icy glass. Oh, you can't do it. Come on. It is. In your Face rubber dice. Good. That's lower, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, 16? Okay, 16 hits. Who are you hitting? Uh, bad guy. There's three bad guys. Yeah. One's engaged with him right now, one's a giant elk, and him. one's by himself. I'm going to hit the engaged one. Okay. All right. That's not very nice. I know. Not gonna be engaged anymore. His wife's gonna be upset. Shut up. I need my decisions. Alright, while she's doing that, Un, which I think is you, right? Yeah. Um, So, short bow. Okay. Zombie elk thing. Okay. 13 points of damage. All right, so she shoots her guiding bolt, hits this thing. You're blinded for a second as this bolt of radiant energy hits this thing right in the face, and you see it kind of sear off his face. In the face! I like it. Yes! All right. That is awesome! Yeah. So you've got string holding it froggy. Wait, wait, wait. I am tying off that string. Like, priority one, tie off the frog. You can't fight while you're tethered to a demon frog. That's true. That's um, like rule four or five. You're going to use an action and make sure it's tied off securely? Yes. Or you're going to use a... Okay. Yes, we're not losing our freaking guide demon frog. All right, so that's your action. You stop, pull yep. to the side, make sure it's tied off really good. You feel some tugging on it. It's doubled in size already, so it's gotten bigger. See? And it's looking back at the string, and it's eyeballing it. And then it looks up and sees you. Me? Because you're standing right next to it. Okay. All right, Serena? I'm going to shatter <laughs> Always shattering. shattering. You're a shatterer. Shatter Come on, shatterer. What do you Don't got? Don't talk shit anymore. Toll of the dead. Talk shit, get crit. Is it a saving throw? Toll of the dead does like four damage. No. Is it a saving I throw? Make it hurt. 
Um, Constitution. I told her ass. What's your DC? Fourteen. Okay, both failed. Six damage to both. <laughs> That's a good skill. I would get triple twos. All right, so shatter. So Serena claps her booty cheeks together really yeah. loud, <laughs> and it's loud. Ping! Echoes out. Now that's a twerk. Right about there, <laughs> and it's a circular. Like you're on the edge of it, and you're, for a second you're like, ooh, I, oh, that. that was surprising. So, because you're not used to fighting with these guys, and you're you're not used to what she's capable of. Like it's weird seeing Barb do the thing. She's like, "Am I gonna have to kill this bitch?" Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right, my turn. Never. So, <laughs> this thing is gonna go yoink right there. This thing is gonna go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. No. Right, the pretty young cleric right there. How bash you. Um. All right, armor class, my tree. Hey, got All right, he comes across with his great axe. You you duck back just in time, but it cuts right through your armor and hits you. What the fuck? Exposed <laughs> Yep, you have one boob hanging out, and you take fourteen points of damage. You pull the Janet Jackson. Oops. And you hear, you hear him like you hear him howl out. No better than Hollywood prop armor. I'm going to cut yep. something right. of yours off next. <laughs> He'll do it himself. <laughs> no. Fuck All right. That is. This thing... Unless he's going to put a spiky stick. ...is going to ram towards you. Ram you. What's your armor class? 16. Try to cut my boot. That is crazy. It's Got caught right in my ring. <laughs> All right, so you're ready for it, and you kind of dive out of the way at the last second as this thing stomps by, okay? But then, you jump out of the way, and you're right next to this giant bullfrog thing, and it's looking up at you like pissed, like, why can I move? And you're standing there, and you go, the tendrils on the back of the frog pop you right in the leg. No damage. You don't feel like oh, hurt or anything. Uh, that's uh, even that's worse. <laughs> that's even out. freaking worse. <laughs> but you feel this weird stuff in your leg, and you're like, no. oh, cut it off. It's okay. Tourniquet above the knee. Do oh, it now. No. I am to the tree. <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. Can I help him? No. Oh, that's not gonna be good. Plus two to roll, right? So it's all of a six. Okay. Can myself or um, Idris tell if it's magical in nature? You guys don't see this going on. You're paying attention to the orcs or an, and the moose, giant elk. I mean, I shattered the moose. I feel like I should be paying attention. Over <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> you are paralyzed. Oh, lovely. <laughs> okay, I got your paralyzed thing on you. Um... So this is what happens. So you're all like, you got your sword on, you're like, ah, and then you feel this, ah, and you've, you're paralyzed, but you can't help but just stare at the frog, and it just, with its littlest eyes, it has no eyes, it's just looking up at you, and you see its tentacles kind of go like this, and you're like, 
gonna hug this thing. <laughs> oh, no! He's so cute. Oh, I can't yeah. help it. All right, well, Alessandra. See that he's going to hug the frog and smack him oh, a little bit. Nope. Who's so this one over here? You got one right here in front of my tree. Right. That seems to be everybody's prior priority concern right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna need, I need to take care of that real quick. So let me get around to him. And okay. I'm gonna attack that with my short sword that is already literally my action. Bonus. All right. Go for Bonus it. Action. Go ahead and roll to attack. Twenty-one. All right, twenty-one hits. So D six plus another D six for fire damage, and that's your first attack. Six. Six damage total. Uh, no, six. twelve. So he's up to eighteen. Thank you, man. Okay, you can hit him again. Kill this motherfucker. Oh, gotta roll roll attack first. All right, so your first swipe comes across, and again, this thing is just lighting people up on fire. So not only are you cutting through them, it's almost like a lightsaber. You're like burning and singeing the, 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 the body and then catching their clothes on fire. So even though they're funky cultist people, they're still wearing clothes. So you're and he's So he's slowly starting to catch fire, and he's got this big old axe, and he already hit Maitre, and he's focusing on her. Suddenly he's kind of like, ooh, ooh, ouch. And as he looks down, you come sneaking around behind him and right through the back. So right up his ass. I got right you. in the taint. How's that? And I'm just like, oh, where's right, your cognac? Right in the taint. Huh? Where's your cognac? I brought Because you were getting her drunk. And I can't, I can't get drunk. All right. I don't know what I'm doing. So that guy's down. You can't talk shit. You're not drinking. I'm Alessandra's down. Well, All right, your turn. Yeah. Give me another wisdom saving throw. It's your turn. Your turn. You are paralyzed, so give me another wisdom save. That's right. why you stay later. You reach down and you pick up the frog and you bring it up to your face like this. You bring it up to your face. Oh no, don't like it. Don't kiss it. might be a good time. You don't need You take only two points of psychic damage. But you're slowly bringing the thing closer to your face as its it. tentacles kind of come down like this and line up with your eyes. Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> I was going to say, we can big major. <laughs> yeah, smack it out of there. I can you are it. still paralyzed. Okay. All right? Can he call for help? No. No, he's paralyzed. But now with this guy down, you guys are like, okay, let's focus on the grid. What the hell is going on over there? So now you guys see the elk is focused on him and it kind of starts to ignore you like it turns and it kind of focuses on everybody else now letting the frog do his business somebody save him so you're up and I'm like we should we should should both mage hand it and I I can use the helmet of telepathy to tell him like don't fight us as we try to take it away from you I like it let's do that I'll mage hand the frog out of his hand grab each so you conjure your mage hand it can be it can appear within 30 feet so now you're contesting, now you're contesting an athletics check between him and the frog. Can't she hold? Can't she just ready it and hold it until my turn so we can do it together? I don't know. Are you guys talking? Tell me. You said something about helm of telepathy. Yeah, that's a bonus To do what? To telepathize. 
Is it a bonus action? I don't know. Gotta look, gotta look it up. That's what you said. Google that shit. <laughs> you said it was a bonus action. Google that shit. So if I tell him, like, hey, we're going to take this thing away from you, don't fight us, and just, like, overload his mind so that he can't... Well, so now think about what's going on. Would he normally pick up a frog and bring it close to his face? Or do you think sure he's being charmed somehow? I think somehow? he's being charmed. So you think he'd have any to... control over his motor functions? Well, that's why I want to overload it. I want to be louder than the frog. Is it a charm spell? Not necessarily, no. Okay. It's... Well, so that's normal half-elves. That's in D&D half-elves. So we're in Atlantis. You've got your own look. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Just like you have no dark vision. Perfect. Okay, that's more look. It's frog Oh, the anticipation. Bonus action to send a telepathic message to a creature you're focused on. Okay. I have a, I have a relatively simple plan when I mention my turn to do something. Because I've got that cult. You're going you gonna to yank the... Oh, no, <laughs> that's oh yeah. I mean, well, pull I can, the we, could, we could just <laughs> yank back. I was honestly wondering if someone's going to open that. It's like, what would we like, pull the rope? We, <laughs> I don't need a magic helmet. I got a rope. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That would be meta gaming, and that's yeah, good. Saying, I don't want to say it. I was like, oh, someone, someone just pulled a rope. Just gonna say that's preloaded action. I like that. I didn't want to do it. That's called meta gaming. It didn't seem right. He's he's playing out a character. Good. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. do. Good job. Can I mind sliver in there? Yeah. What are you trying the to mind sliver? The elk. Sure. The elk is changing its attention from. This guy who's holding up a friendly frog of his to you guys now. Alright, so the elk needs an intelligence. So now the elk is going. Hmm. Yeah, intelligence saving throw for a giant elk. What's your DC? Okay, I saved, but he's got a minus two to intelligence, so I didn't save. So go ahead. Seven damage? All right, so he's up to 13. And what else happens with the Mind Sliver? It's right here. Oh, I'm sorry. He gets a uh, disadvantage on the next Six seconds damage and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw before, before the end of his next turn. Nice, okay. So I'll put a 1d4 right next to him. You guys just remind me that i got to subtract that from his next saving throw. That's cool. That's a new spell. I'm not used to it. All right, so you all done? You're moving? Go anywhere else? You're looking uh, at your no. buddy over there going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to hang out. Okay. All right, my tree. You see your uh, your new buddy over there. Can I scream? Want to make Somebody out. Somebody pull the rope. Sure. Yeah. Somebody pull the rope. I'm going to grab the rope. The rope is right behind Alessandra. It's over here. I'm going to go there. All right. You. Yank. Okay, so you're going to. All right. So now it's going to be a. Again, whether it's going to be an athletics check, you're not squeezing the hell out of this thing. You're not forcing it to stay there. You're, it's you're tenderly holding it. Like, you don't want to hurt your new little friend. But it's slippery. But you still got to give me an athletics check. He's pretty convinced right now that if he kisses it, it will The, the Mage Hand would be different because you'd be seeing the Mage Hand, and you'd be like, nope, nope, nope. But this is a... I have a negative one. Yep. I, can I help her? Athletics check. 
Um, not yet, because he's next, and then it's her, and oh, you go like last. And somebody yeah. else help her, please. It's so bad. And you've got this little I, one I string. So now you can say, you've got the rope. Hey, somebody come help me. Hey, somebody come help me. He's up next. I'll help you. Okay. Let me help. Okay. All right. So now, one of you needs to give me an athletic check. The other one uh, is going to help the other person. I have a negative one. I got a plus three. Okay, I will. So roll an athletics check with your minus one. Natural 20. Okay, too bad you didn't take the roll. So now you have advantage with your athletics check. So you roll two, take the higher of the two, and add your plus whatever for athletics. I can see him getting behind you like those movies where he gets, the guy gets behind the girl playing pool. That's good. Yeah. 16 and a two. Which one do I want? Yeah, right. Uh, so that'll be a uh, 19. All right. So sure enough, he comes over. You get behind him. And actually, you do most of the work. You're like, yoink! And he's like, yeah, I, I got you. How about all that did she do us? Never mind. You're right. You know exactly. It doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as I get the credit. Right. Exactly. So sure enough, you're able to pop it right out of the hand, out of your hands. You're still paralyzed. You're like, oh, oh, no, I gotta help the froggy. And you guys are dragging it backwards. Somebody whip him in the head. And its leg, its leg is all getting all jacked up. Frog. Yeah. yeah. The string is tied to its leg. Okay. Frog's but leg. now this thing is like this big. That's not a frog. That's a monstrosity. Okay. So that was your guys' turn. Serena, you still see him going, oh, no, you have to get frog, friend. friend. <laughs> and you see them, you see them hand over handing it five feet this way. Okay, but like, make sure you stay away from the frog, though. Unless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what if we all held hands by the frog? Yeah. Well, we still have right? to take care Serena, of the frog. Serena, what's up? We don't have to take care of the frog. Yep, that elk is about to charge you guys. Yeah, we still have to take care of that thing. Put it out of its misery. Put you out of your misery. Does, who has, who else has, oh, I was going to say who has a bow that likes to use it, but. Uh, but he's special right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not getting close. I, got a, I have a short bow. I have, a, I have a wisdom saving throw of this elk. Do what? Wisdom saving throw of this elk. It's a plus three. All right. Natural one. So, so guys, I'm going to explain really quick what natural ones and natural 20s do during combat. So a natural 20, if you're attacking with something, you do double your damage dice to the creature, okay, or to the person. If you roll a natural one, you get a critical fail card. Okay, it's got all kinds of funny stuff on it. just roll a natural one? So if you have a saving throw and you roll a natural one on the save, you do max damage... Or no, I'm sorry, you do double damage dice on, just like a crit, you do double damage dice. Can I get six ones? If I get a 20, no. if I get a 20 on my saving throw, I take no damage at all. Did you really? Did you freaking really? One, two, five. 20. <laughs> oh, and actually, see, I forgot. I was supposed to subtract a d4 from the saving throw, huh? So 20 damage? Yeah. Okay, you're still alive. Motherfucker. You can't go down the road without one of these things leaping to its death. Right? Zombie, Natural. Zombie deer do actually have more survivability than the real ones. All right. Monster 1 is dead. Monster 2 charges towards you two. 
<laughs> He's going to charge towards you two to get you to let go of the wire. I'm not holding it. Nope. And I'm going to say him because he's probably closest. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So you probably moved five feet to help her. So he's charging my tree. No, my tree. My tree. My tree. My tree, which armor class? 17. You fail. Ooh, <laughs> I, I succeeded. No. <laughs> All right. Um, give me a strength saving throw, Rick. Shit. I'm not strong. You take 20 damage and you're knocked prone. Mom's not prone. Letting go of the rope. <laughs> Give me an athletic check with disadvantage. Athletic check with disadvantage? Yep. Okay. Let me see what I got here. Yeah, right? See? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Fucking natu- natural one. Okay. But, I mean, <laughs> with a plus three, but natural one. All right. Natural. So you drop the rope as she gets hit by this elk. You're like, ah, and you kind of dodge out of the way to avoid getting trampled by the Shit, elk as well. The frog's, the frog's loose. So you let go of the frog. He whips it like a garden hose, causing the toad to come closer to me. And. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he hops back towards you. <laughs> Alessandra, you've got this giant elk next to you. I'm gonna just, They've let go of the rope. I'm gonna, the frog I'm is... I'm focusing on this thing here. Okay. I want to attack that. Okay. Go ahead and roll to attack. Somebody's got to deal with that rope. <laughs> but not me, she not says. Me. <laughs> not I. <laughs> Sorry. Um, can't count. Uh, 17. All right. 17 hits. So okay. 2d6 plus whatever. 12. 12 damage. Uh, all right. So you, again, man, you just come through this thing, and you see where its ribcage has been kind of sewn back together, and it's it's leaking a little bit from its neck from all the little bit of damage it's been doing. And you just, right in the neck, just knock it right down. I just been taking them out. And this thing falls over to the side. Dead right there. All right. Do your job. <laughs> but now, you have one job and you are doing it. It comes back to Sicarius. Frog is right next to you and you're like, oh, are you okay? And you bring it back up and you bring it back up to your face. Wisdom saving throw. It's not good. Nine. You open your eyes. And the frog lashes out with its spiked tongue and its tentacles right into your eyeballs. It rips an eye from your socket and consumes it in one swift motion. You take a buttload of damage. Well, that's not bad. 14 points of damage. Plus an eye. Right? No, 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 that doesn't count. You drop the frog because you're like, ah! And you have, you're missing an eye. And you're bleeding. You're like, ah! Oh! You're out of the paralyzed status now. And it starts hopping again. The rope is on the ground. It starts hopping forward. Hopping like in the direction. It continues. It keeps, yep, keeps going the way it was. But you are blinded in one eye. No! So it's your turn. The frog is going now. All the guys are dead. 
Everybody doesn't have to worry about his dad. He's okay. Yep, he's okay. And the frog starts hopping. My tree. Between you and her, he just lost an eye. He got an eye plucked out. Yep. Stop trying to make out with frogs. So roll d twenty. A one through ten. It's your support eye. 11 through 20, it's your dominant eye. Uh, dominant eye. All right. 17. So it's going to be hard now to shoot a little bit. No. So, Shouldn't it have been, like, the higher the better? Like, that should have been better. <laughs> 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 like, he's like, no. Why would I make life easier? That's a little bit arbitrary roll. I mean, roll 20 is a good thing. Is his eye still in the socket? Or is no, he just no. Like, it's, it's, it's a frog eating. Okay. We gotta so, dissect the frog. I did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get the eye back. I got his eye. And so, she'll use bending. <laughs> yeah. You have disadvantage on perception checks. <laughs> All right. Um, right now you're hurt. You're bleeding. So hopefully somebody heals you. Um, but you also have. I cleric heals him. Yeah. Yeah. The dying cleric will heal him. I have a. Hold on. Cure wounds. Okay. I can just, I'm likely to not I have to heal myself. So hopefully you're, the healer will My heal you. My mask before yours. <laughs> um, oh, so you said disadvantage on perception, and what was else? And, the... and disadvantage on ranged attacks. Zulu has seen worse. You good, I say. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So, But you are no longer paralyzed. So cool. we can take that off. Alright, so now it's it's um, Idris's turn. But there's nobody else to kill. I just gotta chase this frog. Yeah, there's this the 20 foot string hanging out of it from behind it, so you can easily I'm catch gonna, up to it. I'm gonna run and try to catch the string. String. Yeah, you, you, you can. It's not like super speed to the hopping. It's it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a normal frog. Fast. I mean, you notice that its leg is a little hurting a little bit more now. But it feels pretty good now it's got an eyeball on its belly. Yeah. It's, it's satiated. Can I, can I mage hand <laughs> the hand into can you, it? Can you charm the it to throw up? Wait, she should be able to do it, and that could be a new ability. Mm. I mean, I feel like opening... Do you want to heal this poor guy who just lost his eyeball? I want to heal myself, but yeah. So selfish. I am. Secure so wounds. Can I use it on myself, or is that something? Yeah, you can. Okay. On your turn. Yeah, so, yeah, but I'm just trying to think about what is I Is it my turn? My it is your turn. I'm going to heal you first. And then hopefully nobody will hurt me. Any amount of magical it? healing usually stops bleeding and oh. eyeball suckage. So I shall. That'll heal the the little the roots you have left inside your Story socket. Your wounds, but you're going full on Thor right now. I have so to get Thor to fashion right him an eye patch. Can we use one of those flower and crystals to give him a new eye? No, I'm not. Oh, that's this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First yeah. And then I got to walk to you. And I'm going to carry your wounds. All right, we're out of combat, so you guys can... You guys can just do what you gotta do. Okay, can we so use one of those, like, the flowering eight. crystals okay. to give him Plus. a wise? Like, can that be fashion? Maybe. Um, that would be interesting. You'd have a crystal eyeball. So or you just cast yeah, Regenerate. Yeah. You know, Regenerate. If somebody has a spell, and Regenerate. So, He's just some new guy. What do you care? Drink Hennessy. Yeah, you know, he's guy. 1d8 plus 10. Well, it's a dominant eye. We kind of need that. Alright, so you're out of combat. These guys did have some stuff, because I'm sure you guys are going to search their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? 
looking cute. Looking good and cutting it. Oh, That's what we do. The generate is a seventh level spell, so unfortunately I don't have it. So we're almost there. <laughs> so did you get something? I'll back up the floor. Good. Yeah. Oh good. Uh, well, oh and I get nearly full. Too. I'm uh, a little lighter. Yeah. And I get two little blinking a little less. <laughs> um so when you guys when combat's ended, you guys find a few gold coins on the body of the cultists. So twenty gold pieces total. Let me do that math. So actually there's six of you, eighteen gold pieces total. So three gold pieces <laughs> each. Three gold pieces each. Whoop de do. I mean these are some ranger orcs, they don't they don't care. Listen, according um, to Eric, that's a lot. You find the body of the cultists as well as a diary. The diary is filled with drawings of the Golgoroth. These drawings are repeated over and over and over. As the book continues, the drawings grow more and more distorted and frantic. Blood is scattered across some of the pages toward the back. Lovely. After another 20 minutes or so of following the, the toad, you see your target, a massive cave entrance. Stalagmites and stalactites, stalactites line the mouth of the cave, giving it the appearance of a snarling maw. The skeletons of hundreds, if not thousands, of frogs litter the ground out front. The frog you're following hops towards the entrance without slowing. Follow the frog. Follow, Follow the frog. frog! Follow the frog. Before, right. we, Follow the frog. before we immediately That's enter the cave mouth, can we like just step up, do a little bit of recon? That's what I'm saying. The frog will still go. Or maybe you know, heal. Is that a I was thinking maybe just creep up there and see if I hear something. <laughs> so earlier you mentioned that there was uh, avatars of uh, Golgarath. Since this thing's growing, would, 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 would I might be assume that this thing is eventually going to turn into an avatar? No. There's only one avatar, and these are the babies. There's the way that it spreads. Oh, and this thing comes out of the cave suddenly. Oh, shh. Oh, i I'm going to ask you guys for some trust. Everybody close your eyes so I can put a new map up on the thing. Because I need to cover it up for it. Our fate is being determined by a demon. So just stay there for a second. Don't touch me. Who's touching me? Just said that. If you had your eyes open, you'd know my hands are up. I was doing it. I was touching everyone. Frogs. 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 All right, and Ty, get your hand up. All right, that's it. You're good now. Nice. I got spots behind my the whole time, except when you're like. All right. Down. <laughs> I was like this until I wasn't. Oh, All this right. podcast is going to be great. I always forget it's
starts recording. Us. Yes, I know. Oh, like, I know. We're like trying to figure out what we want to do here. We just hear we're like. All right, so you guys want to do some recon stuff. What do you want to do? Talk to me. I rolled a 21 on perception. I want to see if I can feel anything or like... I feel something. So you smell something. (laughs) Super... Not me. Super... (laughs) (laughs) Because that's that's not really a clue. She smells Listen, fish and fish... Fishes and frogs smell very different, okay? (laughs) Okay. My fingers shut down. I smell uh, my tree's last brain cell frying. <laughs> now that's been gone for a long time. Is it, hu- is it the smell of human skin being cured into leather? Yes. Ooh. Ew. Or I don't like from all of the flaying bones. Yeah, for Ugh. God's sake, yes, the bones. I mean, wow. Meanwhile, <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I'm going to talk to my mind player, find out what he wants to do. What's he want to do? Talk I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Disguise yourself to go unseen, or deceive to gain someone's trust. I'm about to get a twofer. Yeah, hold on. Save your spell. Save your spell. I'm 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 throwing on my robes. I'm I'm I am wiping down that mask with some sanitary moss before I put it on. Well, see, mine is reveal a camouflage foe. So I'm, I'm going to bite my thumb at you, sir, and I will reveal you. Do you bite? I am not your foe. Do you bite your thumb, or do you bite your thumb at me, sir? I bite your thumb at you, sir. You just went straight to the triple dog there. I feel like you, you, this is a huge protocol violation. But I'm just, we're having this conversation as I, as I robe up and get my bone hands. Bone hands. <laughs> it's like a little T-Rex bone hands. I'm up, and now I'm, I will I will enter the cave whenever it's my turn to enter the, All right. enter the cave. <laughs> All of them. I know. You're a boner. All right. So as you guys as you guys step towards the entrance of the cave, you're met with a surprisingly alluring smell. It seems to be coming. That's loud. The cicadas are loud. Serena's just like, I farted. Is it pizza? <laughs> Sorry. 
Is it pizza? I like pizza. <laughs> it seems to be coming from a dark blue slime that coats various portions of the cave entrance. Dark you guys recognize it from the deer and from the cultists in town. It certainly it. seems like it would be delicious. Perhaps it's blueberry jam. Mm -mm. One taste it. certainly couldn't hurt, right? It is not blueberry Don't jam. Do it. Everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. No! I've been oh, doing fuck. really good at these. Uh, <laughs> 18. 18. Yeah. Eleven. Oh god. Fourteen. That's low for me. Okay, sixteen. Ten. Oh god. Oh god. Uh, Who rolled lower than twelve? Raise your hand. Lower than twelve. Oh, lower, lower than, than twelve? 12? Yeah. Let's see. I told y'all I got good rolls. Alright, yeah, so you three start going towards the slime. Like, are you looking at Do me? not let me eat anything. Can I like, And you three are like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you gonna let him touch it? Let him no, do it? No, no, no. Save me. I grab them and hold them back. Grab me by the rope. I very specifically grab Ty and put her in a headlock. I ready. I grab out. Just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Look at the flowers. All right. So you guys are able to stop them from scooping up some of this blueberry jam and eating it because I'm sure it's blueberry jam. All right. Let's just burn it on fire. This is the one time I'm allowing a chromatic orb of fire. Just burn this place down. So, you guys are being stealthy, right? Coming in stealth-like. Creepy, creepy, creepy. My little creepy, and probably the stealthiest person going first. Yeah. Oh shoot. And I am like all disguised up, like I'm, I'm. I just want to be clear. We're not. This is not like the May Day parade marching down Main Street. We're. We do, uh... Move ten go feet. Stop look. Yes. Listen. Move ten feet. Stop look. Listen. All right. Everybody, go dark again. Oh boy, here we go. I didn't realize I had. My tree sees off. him and she gets confused and thinks he's one of them. Again. Like, oh my god! Because like she was looking the other direction. Like There's going to be a picture of like a jar of blueberry tree back around. <laughs> she's very oh. wise, but she's special. All right. Do you see the boat hand tie? Where did he come from? He's not ours. It's okay. He's not. He's not. Oh man, I gotta put two pieces on now. Give me one more second because it's brighter now without that thing on it. So now it's actually harder to. The size of the room hasn't changed. Okay, you guys are good. I had to put, I had to put more paper down. So, Rogue, you guys going in first. Be careful. I took the screen off of this because it already had a graph on there. Uh -huh. So, everybody else is just kind of fouling in. Don't break my TV. Do it. And we'll say you guys are kind of creeping in. All right. So, there's this uh, weird frog head looking thing in the middle of the room. So, let's destroy it. Definitely not wanting to directly approach that. Just don't lick it, okay? Let's just, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Guys, let's just not walk straight so up to it. Me, give me a another arcana check. I forgot my phone. Uh, 11. So, you remember vaguely 
that Golgoroths influence the areas that they reside in. And now that you smell what you were smelling outside, you're like, and it clicks. Golgoroths, when they're happy and when they're either when they're sleeping or when they're happy eating something, they emit this wave of happiness and everything's okay. When they're pissed off or when they're not eating, they emit this wave of unease and everything is bad. Okay. And you guys can sense it and smell it. It's weird. So right now everything's kind of calm. You're like, that is really weird that things are just way too calm. Now that we're entering, you see the frog hopping away. Um, I'll show you where the frog goes in a second. Uh, but happiness, optimism, and a deep level of, of suggestibility when the sweet smell is present. When the foul smell is present, you feel upset, edgy, aggressive, and prone to violence. Okay, these are, these are at pseudo-regular intervals that the cave goes from smelling pleasant and inviting to foul and offensive. So randomly, I've got my phone. Randomly, the cave will change from sweet-smelling to shitty-smelling. Shitty. Shitty. Okay? So when it's shitty smelling, We're be careful. You are more prone to violence and everything that might be in here is more prone to violence. Is this a magical location? So does it smell like shit or sweet right now? It smells sweet right now. But she tells you, she's like, yeah. Guys, if it starts smelling like shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> gotcha. We're all going to get real fighty. Is this a magical location? Yes. <laughs> is it? Alright, if it smells bad, everyone take a quick swig of Hennessy. We'll improve your mood. Right. No. Got some? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if this is a magical location or not. Detect magic. Do you have that? I don't have to detect magic. Does anybody have to detect magic? I do. Nope. I think. Yep. Nope. Yep. That I All right. <clears throat> so this is the main entrance you guys are coming into. It's dark in here. I'm going to whip out the torch. Yeah. Whip it out. All my stuff Even though you can see, right it's dark in here. <laughs> There's no light in here. So we can see anyway? What's that? You said we can see. But no, I'm dark. saying it's because I didn't put it. Oh, oh, I got you. It's dark in the cave. What are you going to do? Light. Uh, I'm going to use a torch. Oh, torch or your sword? My sword. You don't need no damn torches anymore. You're like, oh, yeah. Bing. You can light up his other eye. I'm lighting up my sword. That'd be awesome. I'm going to Hey, close your eye. Open hey, it. Okay, good. Want All right. So, Alessandra's got a flaming sword that she yes. lights up. It illuminates the whole room. I got you. All right. The path. Let me turn this down. Touch one object that is no larger than ten feet in any dimension. It lights up for now. Your eyelash? <laughs> eye socket. I'm Your eye? Like, I can open my eye, eye my, when, I, when I'm not blinking, everything's lit up in front of me. That's what it is. <laughs> the bullseye. Although I have a sword that you didn't have to use a spell for. Well, you're over there. It's okay, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> Plus it's cool. So the path starts eye. out over 20 feet wide, but appears to narrow quickly upon entering. Painted on the walls in this opening cavern are various depictions of the monstrosity, the Golgoroth, the bringer of madness, God. These depictions are primarily white paint, okay? And in the middle of me reading this, everything turns sour. 
And you guys feel it in your bones. And you're just like, oh. I'm used to smelling sticky stuff. <laughs> My tree's not. She's like... <laughs> Actually, we don't like the way she smells. Right? I know. So, but this is shit versus these fish. depictions are primarily white paint, but the void where eyes should be used is blood. It uses blood as its medium. The pathway ahead appears to be lit by faintly glowing torches mounted along the walls. On well, that way, and walls and whispers seem to echo down the path with no distinguishable origin. As you weave down the path, you see more of the strange slime coating on the walls. Fortunately, once you get past the first room, your minds have adapted and the urge to consume no longer takes hold. After traveling down a narrow path right here for 20 feet, the way opens up into a large room with two large pillars of stone near the center. You will immediately, or you will, you immediately notice movement along the walls as dozens of albino squirrels scatter about, eating from various pools of the slime. You're leading. Give me a perception check. I got excited. I love squirrels. I love albino squirrels. I've seen them before. Uh, 18 and there's my perception. She's so weird. 17. So you stop everybody. Because she explained to you guys when it's stinky, people are things are violent. And you hear scrabbling and scratching coming from this room up ahead. Nope. And you're like Do you guys want to mean for the squirrels to show up? I, I propose we wait, we wait for the stink to, to subside. We've got the I rest agree. of our lives to get this right. Let's <laughs> Whoever it is. <laughs> True. True. So after waiting another 10 minutes and 22 seconds, <laughs> it, it goes back to a nice, nice pleasant Seems smell. extremely precise. <laughs> so you hear at first... So what made you stop was the scrabbling and the scratching and the, the sound of squirrels like attacking each other. After a couple minutes and that smell goes to a sweeter smell, you, you hear it calm down and you just hear some chittering. We can pet them. No. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. Wait, you go ahead. Everyone see what happens. You move forward? You going ahead? Well, it's yes. He's hopped away. Hopped away. I'll, uh, okay. I'll do a stealth. Stealthy stealth. Stealth for pet. Stealthy. Oh yeah, the frog is gone. Yeah. Fuck though. Frog got into this room and disappeared. Great. I rolled a 20 on the Did it go invisible? <laughs> you guys, no. You guys are following along 20 Let's feet. It's 20 feet into the darkness. And you're following along all of a sudden the string goes limp. Oh. oh. I hate when it like, goes limp. <laughs> I'm sorry. You start, <laughs> squirrels eat frogs. I'm talking about the string. Oh, it's going to end. Yeah. And it looks like it's been cut or bit or something. Squirrel I'm going to move forward. I rolled a 20. Natural so. enemies. Okay. <laughs> So you immediately notice the movement along the walls as dozens of albino squirrels scatter about, eating from the various pools of slime. Right now, they seem calm and docile, some running across the floor with large red eyes faintly glowing in your torchlight. In the center of the room is a makeshift stone sculpture of the Golgoroth. It is not well-crafted, but the emotion that the artist was attempting to capture is clear. Madness. The most notable part of the statue is its two massive jet gemstones in the eye sockets for the sculpture. So in the middle <laughs> is this giant frog with two gemstones for eyes. From here, you guys notice the pathway continues this way. 
and then some. Giving into my my natural felonious inclination is to steal them, but I think on the way out, yeah. not on the way in. Okay. Anybody do anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna go down the hallway. I rolled a twenty on stealth. I so you're leading the charge. All right, what's everybody else doing? Where's everybody else standing so I can see what happens? We're, we're, we're following her. I'll be relatively close to her. Listen, I've been blown up by a throne because I'm I charged in. And then I'm looking at bone arm over here, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm I don't trust bone arm. <laughs> 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 like, I see you. I don't know who you are. All right. I think. So normally at this time, the scent would have changed, and you guys would have been attacked by a bunch of squirrels, but because you're an aberrant sorcerer, my and you rolled high enough in your perception, you guys were really able to avoid that. Because you were able to warn everybody about this. Alright? Where's the water? Teamwork makes the dream work. Deeper we don't hear it. Echoing in the background. And, and blueberry slime. <laughs> so, on the far side of the room is an exit roughly five feet wide and eight feet high. Immediately after you enter this tunnel, there's a solid iron door on the left. Um, saw an iron door on the left and a path that disappears around the corner to the right. Wee doggy. Let's go. Where are you going? All right, go. You got a door to the left and a passageway that continues to the right. If I open that, would that count as... <laughs> We're just going to do this all night Open long. or destroying and magically lock a door? <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to touch the door and find out if it's locked or magical? I have the ability to spell magic, so if you oh, want to detect it, I'll detect it. Okay, detect it real quick. I'm gonna detect the magic. You're casting a spell slot to cast detect magic. Probably. Specifically on the door. On the door. I mean, I was hoping for the whole place. I need to escape a magical place. Well, before we do that, escape through the door. Before that, I'm gonna roll perception check on the door. Okay. 19. Okay. It, so you walk up to it, and it's a solid piece of metal. And where the handle is, underneath, is a round hole about that big. Stick your bone in it. <laughs> Stick a bone in the hole. Oh, you meant the one in my hand. <laughs> is it like the size of a gemstone big? It's the size of an eyeball big. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like this is perfect. So we just stick my eye hole to it. See what's going on? Does he have the, the blue? The blue? No. 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 I'm just hitting a light. You can make the light any color you want, by the way. So like oh, the eyeball gemstone. Color the light. Magenta. I have a magenta light emanating from my eye socket. That's not magenta. true. But do you want to look at this door, Mr. Rogue guy? I'm gonna finger. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, I, I cannot emphasize enough how how like chicken shit cautiously I am assessing this door. Are you boning it? Like, I am not, for example, saying, "Oh, look a hole." Just a tip. Okay. Uh, got I'm, not, I'm inserting nothing Spine. organic into holes. <laughs> Unless it's somebody else's organic, because you got bones. You're afraid of a. I don't bones. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you scope I'm, out this I'm, hole. I'm giving this. I'm giving the door the once over. To it's about it. it's about that big, and you've had some thief tools, about that big. and mm-hmm. you're like, well, what me? Uh, and you start probing in there with your tools, and you're like, there's, it's just a big empty hole. 
There's nothing to open. There's nothing to unlock. So just going straight through the other side? No, it's a hole. Like a, oh, I got gotcha. A hole that goes through the eye socket or through the wall. Through the door. But, like, it's not a through and through. No. Okay, okay so I imagine you relay that to us. Yes. I will, I will quietly describe her. You hear some laughter coming from around the corner. Okay. Deeper into the thing. So this corner over here or yep. behind the door? This corner over here. Okay. And you guys can oh. make out a little bit so more I from where you're at. it's probably, we need to probably put one of the gems in the hole because he said it's about the shape of an eye and the eyes are yeah. the gems. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, we should probably go around the corner and see what's going on over there and take care of that. Just because and then we can come back and I feel like I'm going to make sure the right spot. Yeah. I've got the ability to detect portals. Oh, there's, I guess uh, I'm going to walk between them. rests. Am I able to detect a portal anywhere? Yes, you are. So Deeper into the cave okay. to, to pass that door. Okay. So yeah, maybe we should clear over there first, because God knows what's going to happen when we remove one of these gemstones. True. So maybe take care of the threat over there, and then we it's can. Off the yeah. yeah. What about Eyeless Wonder? You can do it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Eyeless Wonder. Eyeless Wonder. Wonder. Just going to sacrifice wow. him to the thousands of Eyeless Wonders. I'm already damaged. <laughs> Let's just get rid of him while we can. <laughs> okay. Break you by. I'm dead weight of full health. She's just trying to make it so Kelsey has an undead partner. Yeah. <laughs> With one eye. Alright, so what are you doing? You're going deeper to the right? Yeah, to the right, yeah. I'm going to kind of sneak in there. I'm still being You're sneaking in there? Sneaking. With your disadvantage on perception checks? Yes. But I've got a light. Well, you put a lot of papers on that one spot. That's because it's glowing. I see it. You see nothing, Jon Snow. All right. What happened to my creepy music, man? It's overthrown by the ocean, yeah. Well, the sweet smell is up right now. Yeah, so we're all happy. Don't get lost. All right. So you're kind of forced to take the path to the right, which follow a tunnel for another 30 feet before opening up into a medium-sized area. It almost appears to be a living area that contains a rotting bed with a nightstand nearby and a treasure chest at its base. Is it a magical lock? A little further <laughs> off is a pile of mostly decayed scrolls, at least 20 of them in total. On the nightstand is a candle and a small green dragon statue. There's also a broom propped in the corner and scraps of cloth scattered around the room. To the left of the entrance is a cultist. Go in there, Boner. There you go. That's you gotta convince him. So we got one eye William Boner. <laughs> so, to the, so you're who's going in first? You're going in. Boner's Boner. I'm, I'm gonna go in. All right, give me a perception check. Zuno's Zuno's gonna go in there because he's uh, like, hello, fellow kids. My <laughs> Boner. Oh boy, that's a that'd be a nine. You uh, is that with your plus? I guess. Uh, oh wait. Yeah, plus your stealth, right? Um, no, you don't. No, no. Well, wait, 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 perception. Oh, perception. Yeah, that would be a minus one, one because oh. of my no, super duper wisdom. He should do deception. No, perception. He's perceiving something. I'm pretty sure the DM knows. Kind of fucked me over. So bring about my cancellation of my life insurance. Right. So to the left of the entrance is the cultist sitting against the wall and gazing up at the ceiling as if it were filled with stars. He has a long white beard and brittle hands. He does not appear to be sliced up like many of the other cultists, but there's definitely a madness behind his gaze. So, you don't recognize him. He's still got eyeballs apparently. Yep, so you're kind of creeping around the corner right there, and you just see him sitting there going, 
And he's got his hood kind of just covered like this. So you can see a, a whitish beard coming out. But he doesn't look like he's got his hands. He's got normal hands. He's not, there's no weapons laying around. He's just kind of sitting there. Well, it's sweet smelling. Maybe we should try to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah, he's not fighting right now. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I sound like uh, I'm puke. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Lots of money. Not my, not my jam. Later tonight, she's like this instead. Or like this? Later tonight, she's gonna. Can you make this sound again? It's <laughs> <laughs> so hot. No, so has he, so he, has he seen me or acknowledged my presence in any way? Nope. Is it because he doesn't see me or is it just space? Because he doesn't see you. Okay, I'm just gonna like move into his field of vision. <laughs> okay, what's everybody else doing? Watching him. <laughs> <laughs> I just a disguise no, only works if someone sees it. I'm, I'm gonna be at the opening now. If I saw him go in, I'm I'm right behind him. But you should stay hidden. What's everybody else doing? Stay I'm hidden. hanging back behind him. I'll go like I'll go in. I'll go like right in the hallway. Yeah. I'm going to hang out right here next to her. No. I guess yeah. I'll just watch behind us. Let's face it. Tony, we're, we not, have we're not getting through that door. We're, like, this what? is the way. I have a little downtime for me to heal myself. Because like, I didn't do that. Yeah, you had 20 minutes from the last encounter okay. to now. I'll use the so, but watch your spell slots. Yeah, I hit Oh no, you don't have a hit. You don't have a short. You need to take a short rest. Oh, okay. All right, then I'll heal. You're walking along, following the frog. Gotcha. All right, so you step into the light. And he, he kind of looks over. <laughs> uh, uh, now you recognize him. It's Sirith. It's your wizard friend that you've been looking for. So you three have been looking for. It's him. And he he kind of looks at you, and you see a little bit of rec like recognition in his eyes. And he... I never liked this guy. New worshippers for his lord. I smell the primordial ooze upon you. Good! Oh... Oh, the Lord will be pleased with his new pets. Either way, his eyes are constantly open wide, and occasionally licks of flame will burst from his fingertips, indicating that he was once a spellcaster. I'm like, you know this guy. So he introduces himself. He's like, guys, oh, I recognize you. It's me, and it's I, Sirith. Ah, you've come to join us. At first, he seems perfectly normal in comparison to the others you've encountered, but as he speaks, he pulls a tome out of his robes that seems to be bound by flesh. He opens it and begins to read. He just, uh, like, just like this. He's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm, gonna, I'm going to walk over and close that freaking book. Oh. Okay? Oh. There's no time for that right now, Sirith. Oh. I bring sacrifices. Oh. <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> you know, you just, Which way to the ceremony? You must you must pass the test of Golgoroth. I've already passed the test. Look at these fucking bone arms. You're the guy who's still walking around with meat on your fingers. <laughs> you should be taking the test. You, you take the test. He's a, from the hallway. I'm taking you I'm taking you to the test. I'm taking you to the test. Get in front of us and lead the way. Yeah. Sirith, I never liked you. This this yes, moment master. is a character test. 
Yes, Master. No, you, you must prove yourselves. If you have not already gotten the orb of Golgareth to unlock the door, you must obtain the eye of Golgareth. We got the eye. Uh, uh, you guys all in there? You guys coming in the room? Am I rush? Can I rush in and be like, it's me, Sarah? Ah, yes, join our, join our group. Can I just sleep him? <laughs> so he says, you must find the key to reach the inner sanctum. The Golgareth has placed me, I am the key master, in charge of making sure only those worthy of his presence may pass. Key master, you've been here like six hours. What is the... He With loves a lot me. Of what did you do for there's, there's some serious upward mobility. What did you do for a Klondike bar? He has created a... I, I have created a puzzle of sorts to test the strength of mind of you. I like puzzles. The Golgoroth only wishes to have those who are strong of mind, those who will not crumble so easily in his glorious presence. This room contains all the clues needed to get through the door behind me. So there's a door right here. Okay. He says, there behind the door is the key to gain entrance to the Golgoroth. This room contains all the clues needed. Just say the password, and it will open with ease. Room dragon. Down in the pit, <laughs> past the door, are Golgoroth's children. The children are the key to the sanctum. He smiles wide and reveals sharply filled teeth. Sharply, sharply filed teeth, not filled teeth. Sorry. Presumably, he still has them all. So Filled mouth of vile teeth. <laughs> he says, Look about the room. Find the clues. Answer the riddle. Can you stop talking like that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the key master. Well, I guess first things first, we should look at the door. Take his mouth shut. I am Sirith. <laughs> I am not perceiving the door. The door does not exist to me. The door is invisible to you. Can I search the room for clues? Sure. Well, we have to know what we're looking for, so... He said clues. I'm I'm gonna look clues to what? Chest. I would yeah, look at the door first. You want to look through the chest? Because you have to get through the door. The by the bed, right? That's true. There was a dragon, yeah. a green candle next to a dragon um, statue, a broom. My treasure chest. Look, chest. I just rolled a, like, 23 on perception. Can I tell what's up? Yes. So there are there are things all over the place. Okay, so in this room. can I did I find a clue? Yep, I rolled a twenty. There is a pile of so scrolls here. is anybody else looking at the door? Yes, me. Okay, you don't need to roll a perception check for the door unless you're trying to figure out something about the door. Okay. So the door is a flat piece of metal that's oh, going through the, the door. door. I was doing it for the. the I know. I'm just telling everybody. Okay. So it looks like it goes through the wall, like it's one solid piece of metal, and on the very top. Are these numbers? Wait, wait. No, this is me saying it ready. Not this is not number one. The numbers are five six one, two four six nine, space two, space two three zero one five. Five six one two four six nine space t two space two three zero one five. What code is this? I don't know. Do you have a piece of paper? I feel like this is 
feel like I'm in an escape room. Thank you. Okay, it's kind of an escape room. So you're well, looking around the room, you said? I am. That Are you picking up good. stuff and looking at stuff? Yes, I am. There's a bunch of stuff right here. And actually, right, so, is, this a, is this a bed? Yep, and there's a nightstand with a small green statue on it. Small, small green dragon statue. So I'm taking a look at all the... These are books on the floor? Yep, okay. scrolls. Alright, so I'm looking at the scrolls that are on the floor. Okay. And... So you look at the pile of scrolls, and they're all filled with lines of numbers that are clearly meant to represent words. It's clear that this guy spent a lot of time and effort coming up with this code. But there's nothing on... It's all just... I don't know. Looks like a broken pen. No. no, there's like coils inside of it. Like a bunch of springs. It's like springs. Yeah. That's yours. <laughs> it was in Alex's spot. I don't know what she's planning. She's <laughs> oh, no, this is for my printer. Oh, oh okay. Nice. So, you interrupted my stuff. Go ahead. That's it. Just a bunch of scrolls with numbers. So, can I... I, I, I want to engage Sarah in some conversation. Can I use deception to try and just... You know, steer the conversation to manipulate him into giving us some indication of like there's a pile of scrolls there. They probably indicate which numbers correspond to what words that he might give us. Like, Go ahead, give me a, a the key scroll. So a persuasion check or deception check. So deception is when you're deception. lying to him. I want to use deception. I'm I've I'm already representing myself as part of this part of this cult. Like you okay, know, so. Would be like, all right, so you're, course, you're I, I know you know the one I'm talking about, right? It's that one over there, you know. No, I knew that was a test for you, yeah. Of course, it's that one, all right. There, give me a deception check, okay. 13 plus 4, 17. So he says, Oh, yes, my friend, I remember well. You remember the dragon we saw one time. Let's say, can I go take Presumably the dragon statue? <laughs> and sure, like, yeah. Twirl it over the candle and see if I notice any like writings or markings. Yeah. So you pick up the green dragon, and on the back, you see it, the, the grand dragon atop the nightstand has the numbers 412 space 7142 scrawled on the bottom of it. And as soon as you pick it up, he goes, Ah, oh, yes, the inspiration for the cipher, where it all began. The clever green dragon. Okay, now I want to go over <laughs> Yes. That's a creepy ass face. Four is G, two is N. J drop the vowels. Four, one, two is GRN space dragon, D R G N. Four is. He's speaking yeah. Chinese to me right now, bro. I'm not going to lie. So, okay, he just, said, he just said the green dragon is the key, and the key on the green dragon is 412 space 7142. Green dragon, two words. Drop the vowels out. G-R-N is 412, right? So G is 4, and N is 2. Dragon, D-R-G-N. Okay. And G and N are against, so 4 and 2 are for sure... G and N. All right, so I say this with my it. minus one wisdom. I want, to, <laughs> I want to double check my thinking, but that's where we're... Here's a mic if you want to drop it, but don't because it'd break. So if you... <laughs> so if the, the first word is dra if this and, dragon... So oh, yeah, and, and one is R. A. One is R? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm writing it down over um, here. Yep. Here. Like, 
I need scratch paper of some sort, but you track it? Yeah, G4, R1, R1 into D4. So if, if the, the aromas right. are like, getting. Yeah, yeah there's one here. So here. Uh, let's say here, use this. And then there's markers up there and behind her. So right now that leaves the original cipher with a space and space. So the spaces might mean something too that we just don't. Maybe. It's just different words between spaces because for Green Dragon there was a space between. Right, but the original cipher was a space too. Oh yeah, so it's. Okay, there's other things in the room, guys. Oh, what else? Oh, and two is in. There's a treasure chest. Can I look at the treasure chest? Okay, it's unlocked. You pop it open. Okay. A small treasure chest sits at the foot of the bed. When you open it, you see 6151 space 8956 written in blood. It contains a few small treasures, frog skeletons, human flesh, bone dice, the usual. When you open it, the keymaster says, ah, yes, my treasures, my collection. Please, please make sure they remain within my treasure frog chest. Frog skeleton, human flesh, and what else? Bone dice. Please make sure they remain inside my treasure chest. So we got a 6151 space 8956 in the chest. So if we take away the letters that we already have, which aren't there. Okay, so let's take away the vowels. So that's T-R-S-R, which lines up. So T-R-S-R for what? 6151, so T is 6, 6 is T. 6151. So I'm more devoted. R is still 1. S is 5. I'm sorry, yeah, S is 5. And then treasure chest, so take that away. And then 8 is C. 9 is H. S is 5. And then T is 6. H is 9. So the letter that's missing is 3. So, yeah, we're just missing 0. So the first word is strength above the door. Strength. Okay. Strength and honor? No. Nur we don't have a three yet. Or a zero. Or a zero. But we do have a five, which is S. So strength and numbers? <laughs> we did it! <laughs> Amazing. 500 experience points for you. Five hundred for you, Alicia. Two hundred and fifty for everybody else. So there was a broom also that had stuff etched on it too, and the broom had zero one three carved on the handle. I wouldn't even thought about the vowels. Good job, man. Holy shit. That was pretty quick. So the keymaster is clearly pleased when you've solved his puzzle, and yet right now it is sweet smelling in here. Let's, uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we game. Okay, was there anything else like in the treasure chest that we can? Does that count? There was. We opened. Skeleton. We opened the treasure chest. Oh, yeah. Could that be my gift? What? Oh yeah, and um, a wonderful gift. Oh yeah, you got those too. What? The codes that opened the door. And I completed a challenge because I used dissection to gain someone's trust. <laughs> we opened a magically locked door. <laughs> What's yours, Alicia? Open a magically locked door. Random. Go ahead and give me that card back. There you go. Unless you can, unless you can complete the other one. Oh, okay. If you can complete the other one, I'll give you another card. This guy's going on the scene. Okay. All right. So. 
It's just sitting next to each other. <laughs> Did you cast the tech magic? Can we take a step to No, he says, please leave my treasures alone inside. Those are my treasures. My precious. Okay. Oh, no. All right. On the other side of the door is a stairwell descending another 20 feet. Once you reach the bottom, you find yourselves on a platform, but the room opens up 30 feet ahead of you. If you continue to the edge of the platform, you see a 20-foot drop into darkness. From within the pit, you can hear the croaking of hundreds of frogs Ew. and the sounds of them hopping and crawling across a stone. It's still sweet-smelling, right? Yep. Now every time I hear the frogs outside, it's going to freak me out. Right. <laughs> right when you need a box of flies. <laughs> right when you need a flamethrower. Mm. <laughs> I have lightning. Automatic <laughs> orb. I mean, we just gotta run in. We just gotta run in, get the key, and get out. <laughs> right? Yeah. We go in and try to see if there's a key anywhere. Who has Can the you highest? Use your, um, key? your light eye to yeah, look down more, the hole. More magenta. Who has the fastest speed? Not that I. I got, I got normal. pretty normal speed. Thirty. So you can dash. Of course, I can dash though. Okay. Am I gonna dash in that out? Must say, he already said the key's in here. Yeah, but the key could be embracing frog. <laughs> the, key, the, key, the key could be French, French kissing another demon. I tried that. So I have that. Have that you want your other eyeball gone? I, I have that saying, trait where I can tell how much time has passed. You guys want to memorize? Do I notice a pattern in the, in the times between the sweet and the sour smell? Or is it just completely random? Just completely random. And in fact, it goes to sour. Okay. So maybe we should like. And you hear the frogs like freaking out down there. Down there, like you can hear them biting and slurping each other and doing all kinds of stuff. Maybe we should fuck around with your wizard friend for a minute until it turns sweet again, and then we can bolt down there and get. All right. You guys want to wait until it becomes sweet again? Well, talk about what you want to do because once I, once I start the sweet smell. Like we should leave this guy down here to his own devices because he could easily turn on us. Yeah, I think I could sleep him. Sleep on top of the bed or something. Yeah, and I think the three of us have some sort of obligation to bring him back to town. He doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. Dick Mayor. Well, I mean, if he's going to. Presumably, we do the job. I guess there's no need to steal. I mean, I mean, but I mean, just on principle. Yeah. Well, like, my sleep only lasts I feel like an honest day's work goes against yeah, my principles. Work, no. So is it worth going back in the other room and trying to see what the gym... I mean, we still got rope, right? We tie his ass up. You can stick him down with the frogs. He is a fifth-level wizard like you guys. So. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I was like, no matter what we do it in practice. Well, okay. Well, so look at him. That, that no. flesh... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean no, you're good. I was going to say, well, then we look at him and we're like, okay, well, you're the key master. We solved your puzzle. You go down there and get the key and bring it back to us, please. This is part of the puzzle. <laughs> the key is in the pit. Okay, well, yep. this, the key was strength and numbers, so Find how about you lead the, the way? Key. Strength and numbers, we vote for you. Find <laughs> the key. <laughs> no. Was there anything about this flesh-covered book that he was looking at? Like, Probably. Like, does it appear to be a spell book that we should not leave the wizard with? No, it's just no. a bunch of ramblings. But give me an investigation check really quick. Okay. Who, me? Hmm? Right. 
While he's doing that, yeah. I'm going to take the broom <laughs> and I'm going to light it on fire oh, from the candle next to the dragon. Uh, uh, so, a 19. Are these dice loaded? I wish Maybe. I could go to a casino with these. Like, right. I, I got like one bad roll. So you basically you read through the book and you're trying to you're just flipping through page and you're like and you see it looks like a diagram of the pit with frogs and you see what looks like a little marble sized ball in the middle of the pit somewhere in the pit marble size like I see this in the book not like okay in the book so the book is indicating that there's some sort of marble sized thing in the middle or we'll say eyeball sized got it. And the frogs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take right. the broom, I'm going to light it on fire in the candle, and I'm going to... Ah! What are you doing? No! And he goes like this, and the fire goes out. So we're waiting until the frogs are calm again, then just tie a rope to me. And I'll go down there and try to get the marble. Ready? It might be your own eyeball. Boom. It is sweet smelling. So go, 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 quick. Time to go. go. All right. are all chill, go, and I don't really go, see another go. way to do this. Okay, all right, uh, so you dive down there. Lovey with the dive down there. You uh, climb, it's carefully, I'm gonna magical darkness. There. But I got a, I got a magenta eyeball. Got a magenta eye. Magical darkness. Magical eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you look down there, and okay, you can't penetrate the light, and you're like, yeah, no problem. You take a stone, you just fling it, and you hear it go, ping, like it's only 20 feet deep. Okay. But it's a level of magical darkness down there. So you got to get down there and just. Gotcha. So I'll go down there. Okay, and I'll can start I dispel out. that? I'll start searching. I don't know. Can you? I have dispel magic. Do you want to dispel magic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying uh-huh. and he's gonna say he can't do it. No, that's fine. It's it's magical darkness. So okay. if you want to dispel I magic. That shit. Yeah. All right. Magic goes away, nice. and you guys got your light sources, and you look down, yeah. and sure enough, in the corner along the wall is this little eyeball-sized... Nice. I just, elbow. I just elbow you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I guess right. Frogs, they're all normal frogs. Correct. Okay. With sharp teeth. Oh. Yeah. If you had gone down there while the aroma was stinky, they would have right killed now. you. Yeah. All the frogs would have jumped on top of you and eaten you. Piranha frogs. Piranha frogs. But they're fine now. They're all fine. Currently, that's why I'm getting out of the hole. That's a bad yeah. <laughs> well, let's not wait. Let's not wait around. It's, a, it's the first whiff. Yeah, I, yeah. If anybody farts, call yeah, it. Yeah. Because we smell something bad. We're pulling him out. All right. So you get the eyeball. You take it back up. Place the eye in the slot. You ready to go? Let's do it. Placing the eye in the slot results in a click. Then the eye looks to each character. As the door opens just a crack. Immediately afterwards, the eye blinks and disappears back to the possession of the key master until his next guests have arrived. That's disturbing. And you hear him cackling. Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, so we're going to start speeding some things up a little bit because we got 45 minutes. Unless everybody wants to stay late. We have 36 minutes there. Oh, God, there's the water. You said you can't. Oh, it's going to be by 9.30 as well. All On the other side of the door is a stairwell that descends 25 feet before opening into an area much larger than the others you've visited. A small lake of dark water fills the center of the room with a much smaller pool off to the left. There are two other routes out of this room, one almost directly ahead across the water and the other off to the right. 
The one directly ahead is covered by a heavy iron door, while the other seems to dip off in the darkness. Sitting in the central pool of water are two separate pairs of eye sockets on dark green skin. It's the frog. The big ass gargamel or whatever it's called. That's gargle mouth? That's what we were calling. They appear to be much larger versions of the one they f- you follow to the cave. I don't like those frogs. Are you guys being stealthy down there? Yep. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Alright, who's leading it? The Roge? The Roge. Oh, Give me a stealth check. Just, stealth check. Just cackle evilly. One stealth check coming up. Uh, does it... Uh, if I'm wearing, like, boots or cloak of elven kind, will that help? Yep, you have advantage. All right, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that because I feel like these demon frogs are going to see through my shitty disguise in the front of this <laughs> and 26. All right. So you're super stealthy. They don't hear you coming. You kind of peek around the corner in the darkness because there's light coming up in here. You see a group of three cultists that have a small fire going. And let me get my three cultists. This is my peeking face. Those are some crazy-ass frogs. Making <laughs> the words of Ron Burgundy. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> <laughs> they have a small fire going and have set up what appears to be some sort of disturbing laboratory. There are a number of frogs hopping around in an aquarium, vials filled with dark blue substance, human flesh and human bones soaking in the slime, and a dozen books stacked up and scattered. There's also a weapon rack filled with weapons crafted from human bone reinforced with iron. You sure that's human flesh or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a little chewy. Yeah. So the aroma right now is sweet. Okay. I feel like we should sneak as well as we can. Yeah. Blood Hunter, you go first. Just completely avoid these guys. <laughs> My stealth is not... I'm not stealthy. No, go kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> not stealthy, just slaughter. Just right, go in there and just start killing things. I'm, I'm right behind. Whoa, you have some stealth. Yeah, no, I was going to sneak in there, but like, what's the objective? What yeah, do we, where, we sneak where, where do we want to sneak? Yeah, we're sneaking. I don't think we can all sneak through there. I'm not even clear what we want to do right now. We're going to flatten ourselves against the wall. Like this. I mean, while it's still calm, do we want to just bum rush in and start swinging? We're trying to figure out where the big mother is. Because we're in there when it turns, and it's probably going to be a problem. That's right. You know, it's probably going to turn. Is it a male? No, the mayor. The uh, the mayor was like, you know, bring back proof. You know. Well, these aren't. This is not the Golgoroth. I'm going to tell you, the the mayor. I'm just going to throw this out here. We could bring him damn near anything. I mean, if it looks like it came off of a big frog. Yeah, I mean. would, Would he know? No. Might be more cultists that come into the city and take him away, and he's going to be like, hey, Yeah, but we've been paid. Bastards. Yeah. You know, I mean. Your I mean, name I'm, I'm will be rogue. sullied. I'm a rogue. I'm not really concerned about my rep being, you know, <laughs> sullied. You know. The Daughters of Atlas might, though. I don't know. Yeah, we kind of. We got a reputation. All right, fine. They're kind of popular. Okay, yeah. if you people want to stand on principle, just do it 
three paces in front of me. <laughs> that's that's cool. You know, I've already buffed my way like in here with should... my bone arms. This guy lost an eye. <laughs> I feel like we should sneak as well as we can until we're caught. So is you said this is not the bone we'll arm rifle? Right? Where is it? Is it nearby? Not here. No. What's that? The big. The gold is the gold the you can't tell. You don't see anything. You have a door right here, yeah. and it continues back that way. You don't see anything in here. So that's I think we should take care of the cultists first. Yeah, the first. Okay. Um, so if we sneak around, actually going this way might be better. Around the far side. Yeah. yeah. Far side. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah. I'm gonna start sneaking and. Sneak. Yeah. Before I start moving sneak. anything. We're going to be sneaky. All right, we're being sneaky. All right, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> everybody roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 the air goes sickly. Oh, it's stinky in here. Do you want to wait, Maitri? Never make a decision. Maitri, initiative. Um, you? I don't like to call you by your real names. I just don't remember your name. All right, it's your call, guys. Do you want to wait until the air becomes less nasty, or do you want to yes, push wait. forward? Let's wait. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah, considering the last room, the last room, you know, contained a, like hundreds of piranha frogs. There could be piranha frogs and albino squirrels. All right, only last, only takes five minutes for it to go back to normal. But everybody, give me a stealth check. Okay. 15. Okay. 21. 12. Okay. 25. Yeah, All right. You guys are all stealthy about the five minutes waiting for it to go back to normal. All right. It is go back to, it is now sweet again. Okay. All right. What That's, are you doing? So, uh, you're first. Yeah. All right. So, five foot squares. So, where, where do we start? Going? Right there. It's fine. Yep. Don't push too hard on the TV. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so gentle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's why you don't have the plexiglass on it. Weird not having it. Um, all of you guys will say you guys were all in the, the yeah. passageway right here. So, um, and you can dash as an action oh, yeah. and dash as a bonus action if you want. Yes, yes definitely. Okay. So, so those frogs are oblivious. <laughs> so there's dash. Are you, good? You're sleeping in the basement tonight. Bonus action. No way. You know this is great. Okay, that's good. And you're still hiding, clinging to the shadows. Yep. All right, Serena. You guys can all start from the cave entrance right there for your movement. Okay. Not Sicarius. Yep, everybody start from the entrance, yep. Okay. All right. So these guys are oblivious. Um, not Hujinwa. Is 
Wait. Oh no, this is the wizard, right? Yeah. He's oh, no, wait, 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 wait. That's knucklehead. He was right up there. This guy? Yeah. You weren't aware about him. He's over here. All right. Right there before. Staring, moving. Gotcha. You're going in here, right? Yeah, I'm going to if you move and dash or move. So I'm going to move dash. So it's six. Six. Gentlemen, I see the spots. Shh. Okay. She's hiding behind Serena, like. Alessandra, <laughs> come this way. So you're gonna get her run away here too. And then Maitri, all by herself. The door closes behind you. And locks. All right. So that was round one. Round two. Top of the round. Un. Not un. Yeah. Not un. When you say un, I get very confused. All right. So. So you guys are all being super stealthy, clinging to the shadows, snuck by this torch. These things. At first, when the door opened, you're super stealthy. You came down here, mm-hmm. and you saw the frogs look this way when the door opened. But since you waited five minutes, you're like, you told everybody, wait, stop. They kind of re- returned their attention back to whatever they were looking at over here. So you guys were able to skirt underneath so this torch, and now you're in darkness. In no, they're looking that way. Okay. This one's looking that way. This one's looking that way. Huh. And these guys are all distracted. Are we, uh... I have a plan. What's the plan? You'll see on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so you start does, okay, does it involve getting past these fellas to go up that way, or does it involve this closed door? Neither. <laughs> shatter! Because it's not shatter. Because I mean if we're if we're if we need to go through these yeah. three, then I'm going to approach in my disguise and do a sneak attack. But if we have something that doesn't involve me hazarding life and limb, I'm, All I'm gonna I say am totally open. Is if you can get them in a straight line, that'd be great. <laughs> 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 maybe, a, maybe a straight line with their laboratory equipment. If I can get them in a straight line, like with the lab equipment behind them? Yeah. Uh-huh. I could. I whisper, I'm gonna use my wand of lightning bolts okay. and explode them. Give it a try. Just right. get their attention. Over here. Yes. Maybe they'll start charging in a straight line. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be in. It's okay. All right, fine. Second so what I'm going to do. Hmm? Or go up and pretend to be one of them. And then like step what to I'm the gonna... side. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually going to walk up to him and, and basically try the Durka Durka. Right? Hey. The master, the master sent me some instructions. Okay. You stand behind one another, right in front of me. Line up for a second, brothers. I'm going to bless Single you. Single file. Are they all male? I'll call them brothers yep. or, you know. They're all male. Whatever weird Make cultists sure address each other as. Gravelly, like, brothers. <laughs> all right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Tell me what you're doing. Go ahead. So I'm going to approach them. All right, you're stepping in the light. Yep. Brothers. Brothers, brothers I have instructions <laughs> from the master. They look. And they say, they're like, oh! He's got his bow hand. <laughs> attention. I will boop you on the forehead with my bones. I will bone you. <laughs> so, one of the cultists, one of the cultists shouts at you and goes, wait, who are, who are you? What are you doing here? TK421 wasn't at his post. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Damn it, TK421. <laughs> <laughs> um, you seen the keymaster? He wasn't there. Yeah, the key actually. I'm the key master sent me. Mm. I have instructions for you. What are they? 
Totally. Stand in me, front of me. Give me an insight check. Insight? Yep. Okay. Oh, this sounds that sounds like it's wisdom based on oh, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, lucky dice. Damn it! Seven. No, it's fine. This is for something else. Okay. So, they're like, so what do you tell them? You say, the keymaster sent me. I have instructions for you. But I can only tell you one at a time. Line up in front of me. Keymaster? He sent a keymaster. I'm not going to let them confirm with each other too much. He's got little bony arms. He should be good. He's got little bony arms. He should be good. So, he's... Sure enough. Sure enough. I am the real deal. All right, they're lined up. It's all about all right. Just... When, when, you're, when you're ready, okay, you should be. You should, on, I make, I'm I just say... going to be like, okay, are you guys ready for the instructions? Because I can only tell you one at a time. You just sound, you just hear this very human light, sounding. Light, 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 light. <laughs> <laughs> Frog ribbon. <laughs> 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 Quick game version. Yeah. All right, I got a whisper in your ear. Yeah. And he yeah. goes those to the side like that. All right. Yes. The air turns sour. Oh. Just in time. Oh, no. Right. It's my turn. We're about to get all combative anyway, so. Shit. It's my turn. Okay. It's all right. So, so you move out of the way. He steps to the side. You're thigh. casting lightning bolt. Yep. I'm gonna, right here, it has a 100 foot bolt. radius, and it explodes people and things. Okay. What's your DC? Well, I don't know. It's a wand. Does it... Does it it either should have a DC with it, or it should say use your DC. Good job. Um, 16. 16? 15. 15. Deck save, right? It just says DC 15. Okay. So, you don't have to roll, Alicia. Oh, wait, maybe you do. Go ahead, roll. <laughs> it's like, you want to do this to me? Mother bitch. No, wait, I need no mother bitch. I need more. I need more. I need two more D6s. So just roll two more. Remember what you rolled. No, Count it up and roll two more. Here, here, here. 22. All right. So the room lights up with this crash. This lightning bolt shoots just barely in front of you. You're like, like the static, the ozone is like coming off you. You didn't need those eyebrows. You said 22? Yeah. I got fucking six charges left on this thing. Did they all die? <laughs> nope. And then I've got it too. Oh, great. Right. <laughs> you do. Don't get really angry. Lovely. Me and you nope. guys are just talking like, bitches. <laughs> 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 so, lightning, lightning comes out of nowhere. Don't eat all my, don't eat my damn stuff. Don't eat all my damn things. Those are my favorite things. I just want a red one. All right. Oh, they're so good. Those are the best. You're exactly. See? You're crazy. I don't know if we can be together anymore. Those are sweet as All right. Are you moving? You stand there. All right. All right. You're up. Okay. So, so you guys hear the, the frogs let out this like a really loud croak, and all of them turn their attention on you guys. Okay. Well, wait, did their laboratories explode? Switch. <laughs> mm, yeah, parts of it. Yeah, nice. 
so blue slime goes everywhere. And you see this guy get coated in blue slime, and he starts going, ah, and it almost like it hurts. Did the aquarium them No, the aquarium's over here. The aquarium's like over here. All right, what do you got? Uh, I'll take the first guy. Uh, it's two attacks. Okay. Uh, so, hold on a second. So, so 21 and a uh, 13. Okay, both hit. Okay, and then it's going to be... D6. I didn't have one. So, 5, 4, 9, and 8. So, 17. 17 on that guy? Alright, you skewer him. He falls onto the ground. DRT. Oh man, this is so much nicer when there's more of us. When there's more of us? It's not just three of us All right. fighting. <laughs> so, those frogs see you guys and see you guys attacking now suddenly and you see them jump 20 feet. Oh, 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 they jump 20 feet? Hell yeah, they do. Let's see, one's going to bite Alessandra. Thanks. And Alessandra, armor class? All right, so you see this thing coming at you, and you're able to dodge out of the way before it bites you with its giant, oops, giant crazy tongue. The other one tries to get you, and you are nimbly bimbly. You saw this coming, and you dodge, you sidestep, and it misses you as well. Sweet. All right, you're up. Oh. Okay, where am I? Right there. Right there. <laughs> nimbly bimbly, like a cat. Do I look like I drink milk out of a saucer? <laughs> Okay, go ahead and roll. Mind shiver. <laughs> Alright, so you do maximum or you do double damage. Okay. So do four D six. Okay. Candy bar. Super troopers? These snozberries taste like snozberries. Okay, let's see. Eight, 17. 17 damage. Alright, so you mind sliver the hell out of this thing. And it takes a minus minus to its attack, right? I'll try to remember that. Here, I'll put one of these reminder things. Yeah, 1d4. I'll try to remember that right there. Alright, so, Alessandra, you got one right next to you. Well, I'm stabby, stabby, stabby. Stab, stab, stabble. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Alright. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe. These things aren't that hard to hit. They're pretty big. Eleven. Eleven hits. Ooh. Eleven is exactly what you need. So go ahead and roll your 2d6, because I'm assuming you're using your bonus action to light it back up on fire. Yeah, um, 11. Yeah. Only 11. Still pretty good. So you're up to 28. That was your first attack. You can hit again. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> 14. 14 hits. So you guys know you need an 11 now to hit. And 11 to hit those guys too. So if you know you got that much, then keep rolling. Sorry. Um, I'm distracted. Shh. 
can't do math. Why are you shushing her? <laughs> Shush. Twelve. All right, so Jesus, Alessandra, you've just been killing people left and right tonight. That's awesome. She's that frog. All right, now it's these guys' turn. This guy jumps over his friend. Uh, actually, he's gonna come this way. No, he still is looking at you like you're a friend. He looks at you and he goes, "We're under attack, friend." Yep, absolutely. I'm right behind you. Aid us! And it's gone from uh, sweet to sour, to sour, and they just start freaking out. No, I thought it was it was sour. Oh, now, now it's sweet again. It's now. sweet again. And then they just turn around and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Sorry, guys. All right. We thought you um, guys were intruders. Our <laughs> bad. So. Hey, that'll happen. Look at that. Is that a blue jack? Yeah. <laughs> shank. 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 Shia Leather. Um. Let's see here. Like he's, he's lifting in the prison yard. Give me a wisdom saving throw. You've not been doing too good with those tonight. Awesome with wisdom saving throws. Yeah, this is my third seven, which is. Oh my god. Uh, the, a nine. Put that, all right. put that dice away. So you were under, you were under the <laughs> effects of a confusion spell. I haven't had that all night. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so confusion. Confusion. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of confused earlier when I was trying to hug the frog. So. Um. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, actually, you need to make a wisdom saving throw too. I do. Yeah. Oh dear. It's a, it's a, it's an area effect. This is, this is not my. Jesus. What's that? Club? So, what, uh, three. All right. So, both of you are confused. Yes. We will figure out what happens at the beginning of your turn. Um, let's see here. Uh, so I have an inspiration die. I wonder if it would be worth burning right now. Uh, that would allow me to do ability check. No, is that a saving oh. throw? What is this? Ability check, saving throw? Yep, you can use it for whatever you want. I'll burn. All right. Hopefully I'm not confused. I will be. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is 16, so 18. All right, so you're not confused. Go ahead and give me the inspiration. You can just put it on the, on the table right there. I want to try the same because I've got this reward. Okay. I prefer to not be confused. All right. I mean, I mean more so. <laughs> 13. You're good. You saved. Not confused. Did you? I did. I need to give this back. If you use it, yep. Yep. You're welcome. Keep it. Totally you can do the other one, then you get another one. Totally All right. So now, if you're not confused, you also need to give me a Constitution saving throw. That one's uh, going to be seven. I'm taking some. So the guy in the back can I give him my reward? is Chuck. Yeah, he's he's got this stuff all over him. And he starts grabbing, yeah. He starts grabbing these vials and throwing them at you. Okay. And he hits you, no damage, but you failed your constitution saving throw. You are paralyzed. And now you recognize it's this blue stuff. Yeah. So you are super familiar with it. Yeah. You're like, you turn around and you look at this giant toad and you're like, I so want to get in that toad's mouth. <laughs> it's so nice and warm and cozy. But before you can, because you're paralyzed, so the paralyzed condition 
means you're incapacitated, can't move or speak, you fail strength cells, attack rolls against you have advantage, and any attack that hits you is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of you. So this dude that's standing right next to you winds up, he's got a mace that he's hitting you with. He has advantage, and he has hit you once, there's a crit, and he has two attacks. He's hitting you twice. So both of these are crits. So... Oh, no. oh. He's gonna need some milk. <laughs> it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be fine. You're gonna need, you're gonna need somebody to show you. 23, 23 damage. You're fine. That's fine. Everything's fine. Is that what we call that? All right. Um, Alessandra, or not Alessandra, Serena. Never mind. Mitra, you're up. We got 10 minutes, so move it. And the frog is Push it. attacking. Push it real good. Who's the frog attacking? Uh, right now, it's attacking... Him, right? Him. It's going to be moving my way. Okay, so... And well, I don't want to throw a chromatic orb over there because it'll hit him too, right? Throw it behind? No. No? It's a five-foot radius. All right, chromatic orb is ass. Okay, knock off 50 gold pieces and yeah. roll to attack. Tell me what kind of orb you're using. Well, don't worry about now. Just roll first to see if you can hit him. Okay. The frog or the guy? The frog. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay, 19 hits. Roll your damage. Okay. Start at the top of the round. Go ahead, you're up. All right, so weird-ass cultist there. Mm -hmm. uh, since he thinks that I am uh, with him, mm -hmm. I'm going to sneak attack because okay. I don't want him cracking... What's your character's name again? Tree. I don't. I don't want him cracking my companion over the skull again with his mace. Okay, so you have advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen damage. All right. Fourteen. On the frog, you said, right? Yes. Fire. Okay. Ouch. Hot. Burning. Hot. There we go. All right. Eighteen. All right. Eighteen hits. Yeah, so this is your sneak attack. So you have your rapier and your three d six damage. Uh, the frog. Ten. Okay. Ten damage to this guy, so he's up to thirty-two. All right, dead, right on the money. Exactly thirty-two. I think the frog is dead if he doesn't save. <laughs> the save. He rolled a natural one, so yes, the frog is dead. <laughs> like, look at my rolls. <laughs> six, six, five. Yeah. And I rolled a natural one, so you do double damage. Frog is dead. All right, you got one guy left. And that was Serena. So you are, I need a wisdom saving throw yeah. from you. Coming right up. Uh, wisdom for par paralyzed? So I passed the wisdom. I oh, you saved. Yep, you saved. Failed you the failed the constitution. <laughs> yep. So what do you need then? Another wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. That's definitely not. It's a five. All right, so because the frog is dead, <laughs> you kind of just wander over to it nice. and just kind of lay on it. Me like, oh... All right, so monster one is dead. Bye. And your turn. You got one guy left who's chucking stuff at you. Okay, I'm going to. You What's smell that? Like somebody died. Am I here? Is this guy? Yep. Okay. And the smell is sour. Oh, oh. Yes. 
dude left. It's fine. Dude. 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 Alright, he is dead. Hey. Alright. You hear this loud, loud, resounding croak from around the corner over there. It echoes throughout the entire complex. And he is almost like, I gotta go. The, the, the boss is calling. And you start moving that way. Can we mage hand the dick off? Yep. Someone needs to get a hold of this one. Can we can we both cast mage hand and like wipe the ick off of him? Yep. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Alright. We're giving him a mage hand bath. Interest of time. Just keep on rolling with initiative. Just wherever you're at. He starts running this direction. And you guys are like, we gotta stop him, we gotta catch up to him. Yeah. Well, should we inspect anything left in the laboratory first? Uh, yeah, your buddy's running down the hallway. Well, we don't need all six of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm closest. I will, I will pursue and, and attempt to grapple. Shoot him! <laughs> well, I searched the laboratory. <laughs> oh, with his head. We wiped the ink off of him. He should be fine. So, you guys start peeking around the corner. Layer's not particularly large, perhaps 30 feet across at its widest. The Golgoroth is tucked against the far corner, easily 8 feet in width. And 5 feet high. Corpses of animals and humans lay scattered across the floor of the room, making patches of it into difficult terrain. To the side, where another guy, Kythel, waits, it's an altar with many small carvings of the Golgoroth placed atop. Next to this are many buckets and vials filled with the primordial ooze. So, and you see, we're just going to use this guy. This guy's off to the side. It is super dark in here. Like, you guys can barely make out this creature. And even as you guys see it, something happens. A dome of darkness fills the room around it. Like another magical darkness? Yep. Guess who still has dispel magic? <laughs> Alright. So, you killed the last guy. So, Alessandra? Yes. You're up. What am I getting? Moving. Chasing him. He's <laughs> running He's running down. Why are you rolling? What are you rolling? Are you rolling? <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> you want to chase him? He's running Sorry. down the way. Yeah, yeah, it was my roll. That 20 is whatever she needs to roll next. Yes, exactly. All right. I got him, right? Whatever the case may be. My tree? Running. All right, you're able to catch up to him. All right, you can grapple him. Grab him. Yeah. So give me a contested athletics check. Oh, you too. not bad. Okay, top of the round. What are you doing? I'm going to assist her Ooh. in grappling him and pulling him down. Well. Yeah, it's uh, not going to be the 21. 21? <laughs> yeah. Give me an athletics check as you come up to help I him. I need you to roll that on your wisdom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're not doing that. 
20. All right, so between them two, they're able to grab each side of you and hold you back. Yes. All right, um, Serena? Thank you. check out this laboratory and see if there's anything that we need to take or... It's pretty nasty. It's all human flesh, you call my human frog of war. Uh, leather bound tomes of human skin. Nothing that I can now. see that, would, uh, that no. we would need. No, not unless you want to delve into... No. Okay. Fine. Okay, so that was your turn checking that out. Um, what's your name, Serena? Yeah. All right. Give me another wisdom saving throw with advantage. Yep. All right, you're good so now. You, you snap out of it. <laughs> and now, I don't screw it in the row. He just comes to me and he's like, are you guys holding me? <laughs> I'm going to do a potion of healing. All right. So T4 plus 2. All right. Then, you're up. I'm not going anywhere, so. Um, I'm going to run over. Run. You had to me. Lead the charge. You're like, oh. you can sense him now. Yeah. Down there. Guys, he's down here. Yeah. Heard him. All right, Alessandra. I'm gonna keep going. All right. Thirty. You gonna keep that? You wanna dash? Yeah. All right. So you come down there, and it is pitch black. You've got your sword still on. Yeah. And you got a glimpse of him for a second before the before the globe of darkness around him, and the rest of the room got super dark. So you can only see ten feet in front of you with your torch. Okay. Well, my sword. I mean, your sword. All right, so you're in there now. You see her charge in there, guys. Uh, this guy over here goes, no, leave. The, the master must not be disturbed. Well, he's going to get disturbed. Disturb him. My tree? I'm going in. Disturbance calls. 30. Hello, you going to keep going or are you staying there? Mm. Would a bless be good now or now? Probably. If we if we can remember for next week that we're all blessed, yes, yeah, so we'll I'll write a big big bless on the top of my page. Just write it on this paper. Blessed. There you go. You do it. So you're blessing everybody. Yeah, but I'm blessing level three. You have a spell slot still? Huh? I have. Yeah, I haven't used okay. level three except my first bless. All right, you're up, sir. Everybody's blessed. You see him come back to his senses. All right. Well, I'm moving into it to assist Alessandra because she's in there all by herself right now. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thirty. So that's thirty. Yeah. You have a bonus action to dash if you want. Uh, okay. So what I'm gonna so do? So she's okay. She's move. light. I'm gonna move over here to just to the right. Yeah. So you're just outside the light from her sword. Just in like a little bit of dim light, dark. You can barely make out his form in the corner. You can't see the creature in the dark. Yeah, well, that means he can't see me either. Well, at least the weird guy can't. So, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure super ass frog looks super like a dog. <laughs> it looks like a dog's infected butt. We just <laughs> called it beef curtain face. Yeah. Yep. So you use the bonus action dash. So you still have a main action to do something if you want. Um, no, I'm not going to use your. I, I will. Like, just, I've ever seen one. So you can use an action to hide if you want. I'm going to hide. Okay. Like so give me a stealth check. Gnarly beef. Curtain. Okay. Yes. All right, Serena. Yeah. Um, we all dash as far I, as I can get. If I saw those, Valtrex would be in order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get your Valtrex oh, shit. Um, and I want to write You said stealth, right? Valtrex. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, it's a 12. What are you doing? So not great. Um, no. Let's see. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I'll dash two, three, four, five. Okay. You guys are coming in there and you, you hear this guy. No, you must leave. The master should not be 
disturbed. Right? What are you doing? Oh, man. Um, you should stop talking. I'm going <laughs> to come in. Okay, go ahead. Don't let him know you hear us. The Golgareth is awake. Oh, boy. Get in front of me. I thought it was Here. sweet now. There you go. It's <laughs> all it was Last sweet game. just now, now it's sour. So it's not going to matter now. So you just dashed. <laughs> Alessandra, yeah. you feel the air change. You tell the, you can tell this thing is awake now. And he goes, oh, the master is awoken. We must feed him. Feed you him look like soul. tasty oh. morsels. To be fair, he's closer. Let's not. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It looks like, um, just stick a bone in its face. What do you got? <laughs> Perception, maybe? No. I, I don't know. We know that it's pitch dark. I don't have any spells to, like, take away the magic. You can, you can just ready yourself. Just, like, be ready. Ready your weapons for the, anything that comes in the range of you. So that you can yes. strike out as soon as something is like okay. Until I can dispel the darkness. Okay, well, I. Stab him, stab Yeah, I guess I'm ready. So you're going to ready an action to attack? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that would be my turn then. So. It was a carnivorous demon toad. I don't think peaceful dialogue was ever going to get us anywhere. This this was inevitable. Maybe we're just going to show up and he's going to be like, oh, you want me to stop? Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. What's wrong with your face? There was basically nothing we could do. <laughs> All right, so you guys feel this rumbling, and suddenly here's boom, and the entire cavern that you're in starts to shake, and rocks start to fall from the air. Everyone that's inside the cavern, so everyone except for Serena and my tree, give me a dexterity saving throw. Nineteen. So you take four damage. Six. You take nine damage. Eleven. You take nine damage. Nine damage. Okay, you're good. Yeah. All right. So that happens. That it shakes a whole freaking room and rocks start falling. All right, my tree. Uh, can I see him? No. You're outside in the dark, magical darkness, and you're outside in the outside the entrance. I'm gonna go right behind. You there can't see very well. Darkness. There is magical darkness. I'm about to dispel it. You're it. Okay. Well, what can I do? You can ready your chromatic. Ready my chromatic core. So that when it becomes visible, we chuck it. Yeah, okay. and it's going to be a level two. Okay. Chalk off 50 gold pieces. Yep. All right, next round. You're up. Uh, can I sneak attack that uh, cultist? Yeah. Um, he sees you. He sees me. Um, right. In the dim light. So. Fine. Then I will. Uh, I, you can give me a deception check. Oh, okay. Maybe since yeah. you got your pretending to be stuff. Yeah, right up till the moment that I shank him. Okay. Uh, deception. That's going to be a sixteen. All right. He's All right, like, they me. Hey, brother, we need more bodies. And you walk right up to him. And he's like, oh my God, I got your body right oh here. Your body right it's bigger than your arm. <laughs> Go ahead, give advantage. All right, you got advantage, so go ahead. Do you want to see my bone? 15. <laughs> all right, roll all your damage and shake that. Yes. Shake that mofo. Skirt. <laughs> Fuck, 18. 
So he's a weak wizard. He's a dead wizard. You stab him, and you suddenly feel, or actually you suddenly feel the portal that had been open mm -hmm. that allowed this thing into this zip realm shut. And he goes, no, and he falls over dead. Bye. This guy, though, is still here. So that was your first attack. So can I see the... Do you get two attacks or no? Can I... Hmm? Do you get two attacks per turn? I don't believe so. Never mind. No, I get one. <laughs> Never mind. You're done. I'm done. You're done. All right, Serena. I'm just, look, I am just a criminal trying to make some money. I'm I'm leaving bodies everywhere. <laughs> Pit fighter, step in. All right, Serena. Eventually. Eventually. All right. She dispels the darkness. Thank you. You're welcome. Vagina face. Oh, that thing is right there in front of That's better than any of Tasha's hideous photos. Oh, no. I'm so sorry for your face. Serena, are you moving or are you staying there? <laughs> no, I'm going to stay right here. Alright. <laughs> Ranger? God, oh, smile. Three, three, Don't smile. Four, five, you. And then I get uh, two attacks. First one's a 15. 15 hits. And then the other one is a crit fail. Uh-oh. Oh, God. First crit fail. You swing so hard that you cut yourself. Where goes your other eye? I know who did that. Oh, no. I can't see. Awkward. Voided warranty. Your weapon's damage is reduced by a quarter. So okay. you can get it fixed. Work. So you yeah. broke your weapon. So, so remember that. Yep. Listen, a broken sword is still. So the first that. one hit though. Yep. The second so one was the critical fail. So do your full normal damage. Uh, this offhand foot. He, he cut open. So cut six the plus. Cut the He's four. So ten is five. Five. Right, you're saying the first one hit. So yeah. ten. Ten damage. Ten damage. Actually, I'll keep checking. Alright. Ten damage. It's like the really dangerous pokey pokey. Yes. And then you put it back in and you shake it. Alright, so that was. Alright, so you're up. Time for the big guns. I'm gonna lightning bolt. Okay. Thank you. Right in front of him, too. Okay. Alright, so saving throw. And, alright, I failed my saving throw because your DC is higher than a 7, I'm sure. Alright, get them ready. Go ahead and roll, and we'll keep on moving. Alessandra? Depending on the damage that she does, we'll determine. Well, I'm moving forward, of course, and then I'm double lighting. So I'm going to cut light. Yep. I'm cut lighting, and it's already lit. Nice, so, alright. Yeah, so that's double damage. So, go ahead and roll to attack. 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 30, 31 damage. 31? Yeah. Yes. I have 16. 16 to hit? Hits? Yeah. Roll your damage. So, D6, a D6, and a D4. For your fire, for your radiant fire. Hmm. 
And you have two attacks, so you get to attack again. Ten. Ten, okay. And attack one more time. <laughs> Use mine. Which are yours anyway. <laughs> They've been doing pretty another. well. <laughs> Not doing well. Alright, so that is a 12. No, no, not 12. No, no, yeah, that's 12. Sorry. 12 to hit? Yeah. Alright, 12 does not hit. Alright, so let's see here. Um, a tentacle from his back whips out. Tries to hit you in the back, right? Mm -hmm. Misses. Mm -hmm. Whips out in the front. Hits you. Whips out to the side and hit. tries to hit you. But what's your armor class? 15. That misses. And then one more tentacle. Let's see. Who did the most damage to him? Probably that lightning bolt. Yeah. So a second tentacle at you. And what's your armor class? Low. Armor class? Oh, it's, yeah. Well, so both tentacles snap you right in the face. Oh. And you take... Keep those tentacles eight. to yourself. <laughs> you take 14 <laughs> points of damage. Damn. Okay. Now it's my turn. My tree, you're up. Oh yeah, you got that was a reaction, so already throw that right now. So roll to attack. Okay. That happened before your turn. As soon as the darkness came down, you should have been you should have been. That's twenty. Okay. Double your damage. I'm sorry. I will. And it was a level two. Okay. So what is that? Forty six? D D eight. Forty eight. D eight plus one per spell. So forty eight doubled. I got it. So <laughs> doubled. Yep. And if you roll fast, you might be the one to put him down. Okay. One, 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> 18. 18 doubled. 36. All right, how do you kill him? <laughs> Stick him right in the vagina face. What kind of chromatic orb? Like, yeah, acid. So I throw acid? It right in its mouth. Oh, he's immune to acid. Oh, no, no. Not acid. <laughs> <laughs> and then his face... His vagina Why face did you use acid? All right. Just, his vagina face melts away. All right. So these tentacles are all on his back, whipping around all over the place. And he does have a big to toad mouth. So you see him latch onto her and start pulling her closer. And his mouth opens up. Oh, no. And she's trying to pull away. And you... Like a curveball, right around her body, right into his mouth, and it shatters in the back of his throat. And you see it start thrashing, and the tentacles let go of her, and it starts flailing all over the place. And slowly, because it's acid, it starts working its way through his neck, down his belly, and you see his bowels just spill out onto the ground in front of you. And its head starts trying to croak, but it has no diaphragm anymore. So all you hear is this, and the tentacles go limp, and it falls to the ground. And begins to melt into the acid that's still on the ground, mm. like it's like it's like just dissolving. Okay. And the tentacles are twitching a little like bit. And finally, as so, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And as soon as he dies, you guys notice that the air is normal, and the lights come back to to, to normal. And you hear the shriek. I'm about to say, do we hear this guy go? Oh, all fuck. the way up there. No. No, you hear a shriek. No. 
what the fuck? <laughs> so, long and short of it is, you guys get back over there, you find out he's got a short-term form of madness, but he's okay. Like, he's not as jacked up as everybody else is. And I'm accepting the gift of my life. <laughs> and I've escaped a magical place. And I'm surprised someone... <laughs> and I have disguised myself to go unseen. Oh, and while we're at it, I'm slicing off a couple tentacles I get some fun too. and bre- I it to to take to the yeah, proof of slaying. And uh, you know, these vials of ooze are probably worth something. It's worth something on eBay or in Bright City. So let's take a couple of those. So all the ooze. Corking Golden Leaf Village. Corking them. Yeah. Well, so now that it's dead, the ectoplasmic ooze kind of just kind of bubbles and just becomes like a crappy smelling just gunk. Um, it doesn't have the same glowy type that it did when you first came in here. Um, and then we'll say that you guys finally make your way over here and pick the locks to this room. I've got my typing fingers ready. Good. Okay, good. She's got this. Write. I don't want to write. Me either. You got this, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so... Smaller room with a table in the center, stack samples of primordial ooze that are all gone now. Uh, other corpses. Um, four potions of greater healing. 100 gold pieces. 400 silver pieces. I don't know why they're doing this. 1,200 copper pieces. And what looks to be a magical wand with a bunch of ordinary armor and weapons. So, when you loot that guy's body, you find a key that came into this room mm-hmm. and a strange magical whip that appears to be made from one of the Golgoroth's tentacles. Oh. It's probably got blue-gray jam on. Yep. It means it's your bestie. That's right. <laughs> Don't like All it. Alright. Do we find his eye? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, 1,000 experience points each. Yes. Write that down here. So you guys should be up towards from around 17,500. Mm-hmm. I would be there for Oh, yeah, I know you're good. 83.90. Close enough. Yeah. Um, get ready to mark on your sheets. Everyone got 20 gold pieces. 66 that was uh, put together by Nurzagol. Thank you, Nurzagol, for the uh, the adventure. Um, I'm going to just pause this so we can, we can talk. We can, can talk we amongst ourselves.